This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. It's Thursday, July 15th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. The West Catholic High School community is in shock over the devastating loss of one of their star football players on Tuesday night. What's also concerning is the mysterious circumstances surrounding his sudden death just minutes before a high school football game in Coatesville, Chester County. 16-year-old Ivan James Hicks Jr. was a proud member of the West Catholic High School football team. The Chester County Coroner's Office confirmed that Ivan died suddenly as he was taking a water break while warming up for a football game against Coatesville High School. He was rushed to the brand Wine Hospital emergency room where he was later pronounced dead. In a statement, the coroner's office said there was no sign of external injury in this tragic, unexpected death. They add that they will look closely at possible cardiac issues. Uh, I, an autopsy is scheduled for Friday to determine the exact cause of death. Meanwhile, the archdiocese is offering a grief counseling uh, counselors for those students in need. Tens of millions of families have been sent the first payment of the expanded child tax credit, the Internal Revenue Service and the Treasury Department said Wednesday night. The beefed-up credit will provide them with extra funds each month through the end of 2021, along with a tax break next year. The payments were approved as part of the Democrats' $1.9 trillion stimulus package that President Joe Biden signed into law in March. The first installment totaled $15 billion. The infusions may offer the greatest benefit to low-income families, cutting child poverty nearly in half, but the extra cash will also go to better-off American families. The full enhanced credit will be available for heads of households earning $112,500 and joint filers making up to $150,000 a year, after which it begins to phase out. For many families, the credit then plateaus at $2,000 per child and starts to phase out for single parents earning more than $200,000 or for married couples with incomes above $400,000. More low-income parents will also become eligible for the child tax credit because the relief package makes it fully refundable. It had been only partially refundable, leaving more than 26 million children unable to get the full credit because their families' incomes were too low, according to the Treasury Department estimates. Families can check their eligibility through the IRS website. Eligible families can receive a total of up to $3,600 for each child under 6 and then up to $3,000 for each one ages 6 to 17 for 2021. That's an increase from the regular child tax credit of up to $2,000 for uh, each child up to the age of 17 years old. Johnson & Johnson said Wednesday that it is recalling five of its sunscreen products after some samples were found to contain low levels of benzene, a chemical that can cause cancer with related uh, repeated exposure. The affected products packaged in aerosol cans, all of them. Uh, One is the Aveeno Protect and Refresh aerosol sunscreen, and then there are four uh, Neutrogena aerosol sunscreens, the Beach Defense, the Cool Dry Sport, the Invisible Defense, and then the Ultra Sheer aerosol sunscreen. Oh, your mother is laughing with uh, (laughs) knowledge right now. Well, so this is actually not, it it came out um, earlier this summer that uh, a lot of sunscreens, a lot of them uh, had small amounts of this benzene in it, and, yeah. and the makers didn't know where it came from because they're not using it. So it's somehow getting into the, these products, and they're not really sure how. And this <laughs> this is just Johnson & Johnson recalling so, because they found that in their products. They've tested these and found that they were there, even though they weren't put into it. That's it's got to be the benzene weird. fairy, don't you think? Yeah, the comes oh, and then yeah. puts the, the sprinkles puts it. chemicals and she things. Is, these, these companies have no idea where these 
chemicals come from. They just appear. She's mm. not as delightful as the Tooth Fairy, but yeah, uh, yeah, the Benzene Fairy. I, I am, I am down to a uh, a very sort of um, as organic as I can get because I use sunblock every day. Well, and these aerosol things. Like, yeah, I, I mean, uh, they're so easy to use. Oh, they're so easy. Uh, for us, this was like a lifesaver. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's getting like blotchy sunburn. Well, you and... slather you, the, 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 the crap of slathering it on and all that stuff. It's so it's such a pain in the ass. Well, it takes and, a long time. And yeah. normally we don't even use any of those products. But for some reason this summer, the Neutrogena stuff has uh, crept its way into yeah. uh, our usage. I recognize that bottle. We're looking at pictures yep. of these right now. And I, yep, I may have, have had some of that as well. The recall includes all uh, can sizes and all levels. Levels of sun protection factor or SPF. That was a thing uh, that came out earlier this summer. The report that was released that it was um, a lot of the sunscreens were above the 30. So it was found in like the 50s, the 70, mm. you know, 100. But this they're saying all SPF. The benzene fairy. Oh, the benzene fairy. <laughs> uh, you know, I use a lot of UV clothing and, uh, and long sleeve stuff yeah, if I'm too. out about. But I, when I started using Preston, though, I avoided it for the longest time. Is that big sort of safari bucket hat with the, lar- the wide brim. Right. Man, those things work. They yeah. keep the sun off your shoulders and all that stuff. So all you yeah. have, you, the one thing you have to pony up is your self-respect. But then otherwise, it works to protect you from the no, sun. No, man, my, I love my yeah. fucking hat. I think it's cool looking. Until your cat rips the ribbon off of it and now it just looks like a plain <laughs> All right. So boring. The products were distributed. I have to go to Michael's later today and get more ribbon oh, because my it doesn't look God. nice without the ribbon. Is your cat still pissed at you? Should we start a GoFundMe for Gaffney's Yeah, maybe we should. I don't need a GoFundMe. I need somebody to train my cats. You need sympathy. <laughs> yes. Um, cat no. needs therapy. Yeah, you need to train my cats to not yeah. be a cat. No, she's okay with me, although I will say, like, I always it's look out been, of the corner of my It's never been eye. the same now, right? I, I do. Ever since she attacked you. She attacked the other cat yesterday. She freaked out at him, and all the hair was up, and I was like, I just stood still, and I was like, oh, my God, don't come at me. Don't come at me. Um, okay, so the products were distributed. It was like your wedding night, right? The- oh, my God. <laughs> when you walked into that one, okay? <laughs> the- Just because you use the word <laughs> Don't C-O-M-E blame me for what he said. Doesn't mean he has said it. that. He said it, not me. You, you set him up. <laughs> the products were distributed. She's pulling a bill move. I know, right? It's my fault that Steve made a joke. <laughs> Come on! That was, That's his job! You remember what Batman said? You live long enough to become the thing that you, uh... Yeah. Yes. Live long enough to become the hero. Yeah. Like, I always no, say villain. all the time, like, I, I am I'm my mother. No, I am Bill Weston. <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> we're, doing, we're doing the news. This is the news. Oh, this, okay. Yeah. The products, Sunscreen. The products were distributed nationwide through retailers. The healthcare giant said that the benzene was found after testing by the company and an independent laboratory. It is investigating how the chemical got into the products. J&J said it's working to get all of the lots of the five products removed from store shelves. It urged customers to stop using the sunscreens immediately and said customers can get a refund by calling J&J's Customer Care Center. Uh, more information is available on the websites for Neutrogena and Aveeno. J&J said in a statement that use of these products would not be uh, expected to cause adverse health consequences and that it voluntarily decided to recall them out of an abundance okay. of caution. All right. Well, that, it's not panic mode. They just would prefer you. Right. Okay. J&J, which is based in New Brunswick, New Jersey said it has notified the Food and Drug Administration of the recall. In sports this morning. Ball sacks are yummy. What is that? 
Last night in the NBA Finals, the Bucks beat the Phoenix Suns, winning game four, 109 to 103. Chris Middleton scored 40 points to lead the Bucks to the win and to tie the series at 2-2. Game five is Saturday night in Phoenix. The Phillies are off until tomorrow afternoon when they'll open a weekend series against the Miami Marlins with a doubleheader. The first pitch for game one is scheduled for 4.05. The Philadelphia Union released the club's first ever video game. Yeah. Saturdays rivalry match against D.C. United. The web-based side-scroller takes players on a mission through Subaru Park, chasing after D.C. United mascot Talon, uh, who has stolen supporters' shield. The Iron Fang navigates his way across the pitch and through the locker room. He is cheered on by our very own Preston Elliott and Steve Morrison. How about that? Right. The game is so free. Cool. The game is free to play and available right now at ironfang.com. And with little more than a week until the Summer Olympics begin in Tokyo, the pandemic forced a Another change to the long-standing tradition of the games. The medals will not be placed around the necks of the athletes. They will be presented on a tray, and then the athlete will take the medal him or herself. The person handling the medals will use disinfected gloves. Additionally, there will be no handshakes or hugs during the medal ceremonies. The opening ceremonies in Tokyo begin next Friday, the 23rd. Why don't they use barbecue tongs? <laughs> That's what I have for you this morning. More, they should. More importantly, the uh, competition in the uh, the Olympics is the competition, and there's only three hours left of the voting <laughs> between Roadhouse and Point oh, Break. Yeah. Because I've never seen a tighter race in any of these polls we've ever put up <laughs> right now. Roadhouse <laughs> is ahead at 51%. Over 49-point break. And it was that way all day back, yesterday. It was back, back, and, back forth and forth. Back and by forth. By just 1% or 2% yeah, at yeah. the most. So Roadhouse versus Point Break. And wow. you can vote for it on our Twitter account. I've never seen it more Preston, uh, more uh, fierce than this. And this is going to fall within the margin of error. So we, we, yes, we, right. we actually need a more decisive ratio if you're considering voting. I think uh, I think we're going to come down to, to you just can't decide. You can't decide. I, it's I think looking that way. Come yes. down to. Steve, are you saying we need to get like Price Waterhouse involved? I think we need somebody. Yeah, 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 the same people who did the La La Land Oscar. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I honestly found myself checking this like six or seven times yesterday. I was I, I was fascinated to watch it go back yeah. and forth as much as it did. Yeah. You know what? Okay. Well, now I'm just thinking out loud. But at some point, I know we did a screening one time of Roadhouse. We should do... How, when's the last time you saw a double feature? Oh, my man? goodness. Double, a double, double feature. Double feature. Ooh. Whoa. <laughs> of uh, Point Break and Roadhouse. I'd do that. The same night. I'd That'd do be that. crazy. Wow. All right. Well, anyhow, please vote. We want to hear... We, we, we need a definitive winner. If not, we'll Double just have. Rainbow. Oh my god! We'll just have to uh, come to the conclusion that you they're know, both wonderfully bad and good at the same time. We have a lot of time to kill during Camp Out for Hunger, especially in the afternoons. And yeah, days, you know, we like, could do a double feature. We could do a double feature on Monday or wow. Tuesday that week. All right, we'll see. All right, nonetheless, welcome to Thursday, and uh, we do have a couple things going on this morning. We are going to have a guest. We haven't had a guest all week. This uh-huh. guest is a uh, an award winning cinematographer. And he is involved with Shark Week. His name is Joe Romero, and uh, oh my god, he has done everything. I was, I was, you know, doing some research on him. The shots that he gets, Casey, there's a shot of a shot of him uh, petting. I think it's a bull shark or a tiger mm. shark. I mean, he's he's down. He, the stuff he has seen, I'm sure, is just gonna blow your mind. Yeah, he crazy. He crazy. <laughs> Uh, we'll uh, talk to him around 9 o'clock this morning. So looking forward to that as Shark Week is going on. Uh, we also made mention of this yesterday. We have uh, reignited the battle of the self-proclaimed experts. This will only be the third head-to-head match that we've done. Uh, and we're we're picking some big universes. First, we went with the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Then Huge. we went with Rocky films. 
people who claim to be the experts that they know everything about these movies or books, and now we're going after the Harry Potter universe. So, Another one. Uh, very, very simple for you to enter. You just need to creatively tell us why you're an expert, and maybe we'll choose you. We don't have time to go through we're, uh, you know, a, 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 a qualifying test and then do the best scores from that. We're just going to... We're going to have you wow us, and then we get the two self-proclaimed experts, and they go in, and they battle it out in a trivia royale, and we'll see who the winner is. That's the way to do it. And if you're a Harry Potter fan, you're going to know how to compose an email that's going to establish that you're a massive Harry Potter fan. Now, these are the books and the films, and it's the main Harry Potter story. This first, the seven books yes. and the nine movies, eight, I think it was. Eight movies eight that eight go into yeah, so, but that's it. One through seven, and then the, the movies that accompany those books. But Scamander and all that, no. Forget yeah, it. Yeah, just the... the the main stuff. So Skabignos. big nose. But you probably know those too. Anyhow, big nose we might cover. So anyhow, uh, the deadline to enter is Monday, July 26th, and then we're going to be doing it shortly after that, and you'll, we're actually going to have people in the studio. Yes. Battle it out. Yeah. So the details are available at WMMR.com. You must be vaccinated to visit the MMR studios. That is the uh, qualification for you to be in our studio. So keep that in mind as you get yourself set for the Harry pa- Harry Paddle. <laughs> you got it. I almost said Harry Paddle. <laughs> I'd watch that. The Harry Paddle. What's, what's with that paddle in your canoe? Oh, it's covered in hair. Uh, the battle of the self-proclaimed experts, Harry Potter edition. All right, let's take a break. Come back in a second. Give some stuff away with the super question and the entertainment report right after that. We'll be back in a moment. Listen to all the WMMR podcasts as well as a live stream on your Alexa-enabled device. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Let's give something away. We have a $50 Bonefish Grill gift card for the correct answer to this one. What U.S. president hated broccoli so much? He created a mini scandal by banning it from the White House and Air Force One during his presidency. <laughs> true. 215-263-WMMR. Call now. What U.S. president hated broccoli so much created a mini scandal by banning it from the White House and Air Force One during his presidency. Give us a call now. A uh, whole lot of birthdays today. Uh, today is Thursday, July 15th. We'll rattle these off while we wait for your call. Uh, we'll begin with... A uh, former friend of the show, and I say that because he was a regular, but we haven't heard from him in a long time. Terry O'Quinn. Yes. Well, um, obviously during Lost, we were all over him. Oh, my God. He was a <clears throat> get for us. Big time. And it was great. And it was, it was great. through a friend, Kathy's family. Yeah, so. Your manicurist. My, no, <laughs> uh, my cousin's parents um, were friends with Terry and his wife. They had a group of three couples. Yeah. And they used to hang out together. They were uh, down in Maryland, which is where they lived. They would hang out together. They would vacation together. Um, and then Terry and his wife split up. And so he sort of like left the group and he stayed out, I think, in, in Los Angeles. And we had his personal cell phone number. And I remember even after Lost, 
calling. He did something else, and we wanted to get he him was on. on um, he was actually on Hawaii Five O and a few yeah. other shows. Um, yeah. But he, but it was the phone had been given to somebody else, and the guy uh-huh. said, um, "I, I, this, I have this phone now, but I will call him and let him know that you're trying to contact oh, is this him." Your so I don't know if the guy ever did or not. He, he was, was on a great show called Patriot. It was on Amazon Prime. It was uh, two seasons. I really loved it, and uh, he was on Twitter for a stretch. And so I tweeted at him that I loved the show. He actually responded to that, but he's <clears> left Twitter. He's not on it anymore, well, so he's not doing any social media, which kind of sucks. A little bit more elusive, but if you ever want to see him in one of his great breakout roles early on in his career as the stepfather, yeah, it is a great sociopathic performance, and as Locke, he was so good. He's he 69 today. Such a heart of that show. Terry O'Quinn. Brian Austin Green of Beverly Hills 90210. <laughs> Another ex, great actor. Ex-husband of Megan Fox now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who's uh, cavorting around with uh, Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> yes, and uh, and... Very openly and having a great time. Absolutely. But he's got his own. He seems to be doing okay. He's 48 today. Uh, Steve, the great Linda Ronstadt. Oh. She turned 75 years old. Did you I watch have, the documentary? I've not, and I need to. I have several of her songs on a few of my playlists. I just love her voice. I just It's just fantastic. Well, without Linda Ronstadt, no Eagles. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That, she was critical in getting the Eagles together. Yep, absolutely. And she's had Parkinson's for several years now. In fact, when she was... Uh, inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. She wasn't even there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so which, which is too bad. She's 75 years old today. Uh, Jesse Ventura. Uh, Minnesota, former Minnesota governor, pro wrestler. and Ain't got time to bleed. Yeah. Uh, he is turning 70 years old today. Uh, and he went a little bit wonky. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Forrest Whitaker, another milestone birthday here to mention. He's 60 years old today. Just watched uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Oh, yeah. Super young Forrest Whitaker. But um, last king of Scotland, he is. Oh my God! Phenomenal! What a movie, man! Yeah, and of course in uh, Black Panther, yes, uh, he shows up, which is awesome. And so. then uh, the Rogue One, Rogue You're One, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't, I'm wondering in Rogue One if that like hurt him mm. his voice to speak that way for that whole movie. I don't know, but he's damn good. That is such a good movie. Oh, it's fantastic! And they're making another in that universe. All right, now we have a flurry of drummers okay. uh, to, that are celebrating Birthday Day. Jason Bonham, uh, son of Led Zeppelin drummer John Bonham, son of, considered to be the greatest rock drummer of all time, of course. Uh, now he's in a band with uh, Sammy Hagar and Michael Anthony uh, called Circle. Uh, and they're having a good time. In fact, they're setting up a residency, I think, in Vegas, maybe? What do you not sure. What do you think of Circle? I've heard... Oh, I, I listened to the album. I, yeah. I did not care for it yeah, at all. And yeah. I'm a fan of... All of the people in that band. I agree. I was, and I just was underwhelmed hmm. by the music, unfortunately. Yeah, but I was hoping for more. I, I've talked to a couple of people who like it, but, yeah. you know, who knows. Uh, but uh, Jason Bonham is 55 today. Artemis Pyle, who is drummer in Leonard Skinnerd, oh. uh, turns 73 years old today. That's a great documentary, by the Excellent. way, about a band. Nice to meet you, Leonard. <laughs> Uh, and then the other drummer birthday is Marky Ramone. Oh! Of the Ramones. And he turns uh, 69 years old. Is so. there a... There is no drum solo in any Ramon song, yeah. right? Not that I know of, yeah. no. I mean, it's... But not all, long enough. All yeah. songs are under two minutes, yeah. so, yeah. Uh, so, happy birthday to all the drummers celebrating birthdays today. Uh, Ariana Huffington, the Greek-born newspaper columnist, is uh, 71 years old today. Uh, back to musicians, Trevor Horn, producer and former member of not only Yes, but The Buggles, the very first MTV video. I love that iteration of Yes that he was a part of. Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. 72 today. Dude, okay. 
a Yes tribute band called Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's a great idea. Yes. Brilliant idea. Yes. Uh, another great musician, uh, virtuoso guitarist Joe Satriani. Oh, great. man. He's 65. Yes. And he was in... He was in a bit of a super group uh, with uh, Sammy Hagar called Chicken Foot for a little while. The guy on the drums was Chad Smith, by the way. And didn't he win a lawsuit against um, Coldplay? Yes. Um, but for this song. Yeah. Rule the World of Viva La Vida, right? Yeah. 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 And doesn't this cat really know how to play guitar? He does. That's who I was talking about when I said that. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> that's our. That's how far back Joe Satriani goes. This cat really knows how to play guitar. Watch out for him. Uh, he is 65. <laughs> What's that? He's, He's looking for the, for the... Yeah. This cat really knows how to play guitar. Yep. Joe Satriani. I don't have to watch out for I am feeling him. good, and I hope you are, too. Just, no, 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 no. I have the whole thing oh, here. You don't, oh, no way. Let's hear it. Well, you're, you're you talking. All right, hang on. Come on, man. Get yeah. off there. Here we go. The only rock in St. Louis, KGN 89. <laughs> oh, jeez. I don't want to hear this. <laughs> what? I don't want to. Oh. Point one up on deck right now. We've got some hot new stuff. <laughs> Dude, I don't. I really don't want to hear this. I, but you asked for the extended version. I just wanted to hear it. That watch out for him. I didn't yeah. want to hear the whole. Up from a guy named really... Joe Satriani. This cat really knows how to play guitar. Watch out for him. He's getting some really fantastic commercial success. Oh God! Oh, <laughs> it's why I. How love... many years ago was that, uh, dude? It but was... look, it's still making him cringe. It was thirty years. Yeah, ago. Yeah, I think I... you've come a long way. Oh, it still hurts to hear it. <laughs> it's thirty-one years ago. It's why I'll never l- let you guys see that first traffic. Oh, we've oh, been trying. On. We've we've been Ken Burnsing that mofo for a long time trying I, to get it. I think I found it. And then, and Nick Murphy was like, yeah, yeah, give it to me. And then I was like, oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. 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 From I his all-instrumental album, which you don't, don't see much of. And I see some very big things from him in the future. <laughs> so what do you say we roll it? This is The Crush of Love on KGN. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> was that live or was that an air, like no, a... No, that, that was just on a tape recorder. Okay. So that was, I made up KGN. I made up as a radio oh, station. Yeah, okay, it wasn't okay. a real radio station. So that was when I was in school. I was in, oh. in broadcasting school, just learning my trade to become a... <laughs> to become a, what you are. What I am today. <laughs> I am feeling good, and I mm. hope you are too. Okay. Last birthday... <laughs> <laughs> Look, the Beatles had to start somewhere. Yeah, right. Get, you know, so yeah. they started that was in KGN. That was, my, yeah. that was my Quarrymen phase. <laughs> right. Yeah, but I would have never forget we had a Hurrio song being played on KGN. <laughs> <laughs> I would imagine the Beatles, you know, the first time they ever picked up an instrument, someone was like, wow. I'm these, just trying to make them feel these better. These kids are going to be good. <laughs> Watch okay. out for them. <laughs> All right. They really know how to play guitar. Uh, he says we really know how to play guitar. <laughs> Last birthday is actress Diane Kruger. Uh, she is uh, like Freddy Kruger's daughter. In Glorious Bastards <laughs> and the National Treasure movies. Uh, she's uh, 45 today. German-born, I believe, or yeah. Austrian. I'm not sure. Germany, yeah. 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 Um, so, hey, yep. Uh, so you said Freddy Krueger, and she was a daughter. She's not really, but uh, it, for, okay. So if you, where are we going? I'm asking what the female equivalent of a bastard is. A bitch. Uh, a bitch. Right? It is. Yeah, yeah. I believe so. Mm, I just uh, I thought bitch was a female dog. Yeah, me too. Meaning, meaning a. Oh, you're talking about in the familial. Meaning yeah. a fatherless oh. daughter. Yes. Uh, that don't I know. don't know. Don't know. And cool. and why was it? Why was a bastard always? 
you know, that's a good question. Why Why is you a bastard, bastard always considered so bad? Yeah. Like you had anything to do with like, it. Like, yeah, yeah, your father yeah. is dead. Bastard. But, all right, so uh, what is the female version of the word bastard? Child born out of wedlock. Okay, not yeah. a dead father, but right. out of wedlock. Okay. Contrary to what many people believe in English, the word bastard in its original context is not gendered. Male or female, there oh, is no difference. Right. So, so women were bastards. That's equality when women can be bastards, too. Kathy, you bastard. Uh, what? No. <laughs> you bastard. They made it just All right. Let's, under the wire. Let's see if uh, we can get an answer to this question. What you you <laughs> bastard. <laughs> what? <laughs> what U.S. president hated broccoli so much that uh, created a mini scandal by banning it from the White House and Air Force One during his presidency? And we will go to Bob for the answer. Hello there, Bob. Hey, good morning. What's up? Yo, bud, just looking for which president? Who is it? George H.W. Bush. You got it. <laughs> Herbert Walker. You're right. Hang on, Bob. We're going to say you have the $50 Bonefish Grill gift card. Discover what, sh- uh, discover they're actually, they're shrimp rangoon salmon, wood grilled salmon topped with creamy shrimp rangoon and finished with a sweet chili sauce. Or they're Key West tuna and pineapple glazed shrimp paired with a refreshing watermelon martini. Watch out for it. They really know what they're doing. <laughs> Visit bonefishgrill.com. What what constitutes Rangoon, by the way? What, is it is it is it an actual preparation method? Or uh, what is I think it? we talked because Casey had asked about that. Um, I think it has to do with um, cream cheese and right. uh, so so a Rangoon uh, sounds crab good. Rangoon is a, like a wonton that's filled with a uh, cream cheese and and uh, <laughs> and a couple other things, but I've forgotten what else. All right, anyhow, uh, Mila Kunis made Ashton Kutcher sell his ticket to space. Although the former That 70s Show star snagged at the 500th ticket for a flight on Virgin Galactic in 2012, he will not be leaving this planet anytime soon. Kutcher said, I was booked on a flight to go to space. In fact, I'm quite rueful about the fact that I'm not going to space. My wife asked me to sell my ticket to space because she didn't think that it was a smart family decision. <laughs> she oh, was worried wow. for him. Yeah. Yes. According to Space.com, Virgin Galactic officials originally said that they were hoping to take off in 2013 or 14. The first fully crewed flight just happened uh, this past week. But I he wonder, had a ticket. Yeah, what if her sensibilities have changed now after seeing a, a successful flight pulled off? It's a good question. You know? I don't know, but she said no to the deal, and I understand. They got kids, and you know. Especially in 2012. Yeah. They do have kids, yeah. Uh, Chrissy Teigen is struggling with her mental health after being canceled over bullying claims. Uh, The cookbook author wrote on Instagram Wednesday, going outside sucks and doesn't feel right. Being at home alone with my mind makes me depressed. Head race. Head race? Uh, It's a uh, new company, a self-help company. Oh, makes my depressed head race. race. Okay. Gotcha. That's race. So it's a verb, (laughs) not a noun. Okay, so it's not a head race. The race makes my head race, like zip around. Right. Like you have in porn movies. Right. The hookers are on the track. <laughs> it's a the hookers are on the track. <laughs> and they're off. Finish. Done. And it's Mercedes by a head. Uh, she continued saying, I feel lost and need to find my place again. I need to snap out of this. I desperately want to communicate with you guys instead of pretending everything is okay. I'm not used to any other way. Cancel Club is a fascinating thing, and I have learned a whole lot, she says. Do you know, brought her some comfort? Uh, the Roadhouse uh, Point Break uh, poll. I yeah. hope so, because yeah. she spends a lot of time online. Hey, Chrissy, 
Get off of social media. Yes! If you want to clear your head, she's got to get away from it. But she's addicted. She is. And you know, you know there is a clinical form of social media addiction. It's, you know, you're seeing it all over the place. Absolutely. The dopamine, right? He gets fired. It's, it yes. is. Yeah. And you think about when am, for these people, when am I going to log on again? When am I going to yeah. check it? And, oh, oh, my God, I went too long without looking at it. It is it is really an issue. We were watching, oh, God, it was like three or four girls, women, uh, young women on the their front porch. And they were, I mean, just posing and and taking pictures, not of one another, but of themselves. So they were all <sighs> selfieing it. Let me oh, ask you, Casey, yes. you say as you sit there and watch TV in the evening, you have your phone out all the time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Would, you con- would you consider yourself addicted, or is that simply a work extension? Uh, He's addicted. No, no, I'm addicted. Okay. I'm addicted, yeah. Yeah, uh, and, and you know what? Speaking of that case of the, uh, the, the selfies, we were looking at that footage of Michael Jordan in Avalon. He yes. was there uh, yeah. yesterday or the day before. Was, uh, and he's Margate, coming out right? and somebody... Was it Margate? Yeah. yeah. All right, well, anyway, uh, somebody was taking a video and you see <laughs> a woman who gets in front of the, whoever's holding the video camera or their, their camera yeah. and she is trying her best to get a selfie with Michael <laughs> Jordan in the background. Uh-huh. And he's like, not anywhere near her, and she's trying to do it. I'm like, come on, man. Uh-huh. Seriously? And, it, and they feed into it. I don't know if you're familiar with this, but um, if you ever watch the show Extra and some of the other entertainment shows, they will have a camera trained on the reporter holding their iPhone out, talking into their iPhone as a second camera angle. It's the dumbest oh, thing. Wow. In other words, there is a professional and camera endless. trained right. on them, and they're still holding up their iPhone. Wow. Yeah. Um, do you guys get those updates on your phone about how many hours you've been on your yes. phone? Yeah. What yeah. Do you want to give I your... I keep outdoing myself every week. What I'm like, is... oh, brand new yes. record. New yeah. Record. What's your number? Mm, I don't know. Can I look that up? I don't know. I get it on Sunday. I only get it once a week. Do you yeah, remember what your last yeah. time was? No. Um, yeah. I, no. I don't remember. Well, I, I always look, because I, I, if it'll say it's down, I'm like, yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I've, um, I, I'm not really on it anymore. I posted something yesterday from uh, when Marissa and I played golf. and But I, t- I will tell you this, even though I do it very, yeah. very, very infrequently, and I don't sit there and scroll through social media, when I do post something, I'm like, hmm, wonder how many people like this. <laughs> well, yeah, and I can check it. Yeah. Exactly. And that's the dopamine that's, thing. That's, yeah. that's yeah. it. So it feeds right into it. But and I think the, those numbers that they give you, that is phone use. It's not just social media, right? Yes. It's screen time, right? right. So whenever yeah. that screen is on. The phone. But they'll yeah. break it down by the apps that you use, too. So if okay. you use Instagram all week, really? or, you know, I, I took Twitter off of my phone because, you know, and, and uh, you know, but they'll do it like if you play a, a certain game all week, they'll break it down, oh. uh, you know, for each app that you use. Okay. Right. Well, she needs to get off of it. She needs to, like, legitimately get off of it as opposed to, I'm leaving Twitter two weeks. No, not even that. Yes. A week later. Yes. Boom, she's back Take home. the summer right. off. So I, I know you'll be excited. Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein is a single man now. Yeah. He and Georgina Hot Chapman. Spit. Are officially single, according to TMZ. Court records confirm the Goodness judge. Goodness, ladies, I'm uh, single. Signed off on their divorce. Me to fart in her face. Last week, uh, Chapman filed for divorce from the studio mogul in 2017. They reached a settlement back in January of 2018. The terms of the deal were confidential. All right, so she is reportedly dating Adrian Brody. Talk oh. about a. A 180 yeah. from from Harvey Weinstein. Well, good for her. I mean, she totally. needs somebody better than that. I, I'm there. How did she, she would end ha- up with that She beast? would have Ugh. to be state Ugh. the most convincing case in the world. This is a stunning woman. Yeah. I can't imagine Harvey Weinstein's game was that good. Nope. 
She was going after money. It was. A, it had to be yeah. a business agreement because Absolutely. she's a designer. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, anyhow, she's with Adrian Brody, and they're divorced now. It's a big note. Uh, yeah. The, the yeah, talk. Yeah. Uh, the television show is adding Jerry O'Connell to its roster of hosts. I think Jerry O'Connell has been attached to about four or five daytime <laughs> talk shows at one point or another because he was up for the. Um, Michael Strahan position when uh, it was Michael Kelly and Michael. He was he, just here in Philadelphia. What was he doing? Yeah, I know. I, hanging I, out. I'm so mad. He was at Fox 29. What? Oh, mm-hmm. I think he was promoting this, right? Hell, uh, though. Maybe. Why would he? Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Well, is this is the talk on? I think it's on CBS. Uh, oh wait, yeah, yeah. What am I thinking of? You're thinking of uh, the Queef? view, not the no. view. That's uh, what I'm. That <laughs> Anyhow, O'Connell will become the first full-time male co-host of the show, taking over the slot vacated when Sharon Osbourne was let go in March. Uh, his addition was announced on Wednesday's show. He joined Cheryl Underwood, Carrie Ann, Aniba, Anaba. I'm sorry, uh, Eileen Wel- Welteroth. You don't know these. And people. Amanda Klutz mm-hmm. as the know. host. Yes. Klutz. Uh, and he's been a frequent guest host of the talk in the past few months. Had a short run tryout for uh, a syndicated daytime talk show in 2019, which I assume is what you were talking right, about. Right, right. Uh, he's his recent in credit credits. He's been uh, as far as working goes. Uh, Showtime's Billions and Paramount Plus's animated series Star Trek Lower Decks. Uh, but he's a big fan of daytime TV, and he had said, uh, first of all, I want to say." Uh, ladies, or do we have a clip? We do have a clip, yeah. Right, if you let's play a clip of that. All right, here we... Uh, wait, where is it? Uh, it is... Should be over. Uh, I don't know. It's... Uh, maybe it wasn't included. No, it, it wasn't was included. Just read it. It's, not, it's nothing. I, anyhow, uh, he's happy to be there. there yeah. Hey. He says, uh, I hope you're happy. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you're feeling good. I am too. By the way, he's hosting Pictionary on Fox. That... Oh! So that is the. I like Pictionary. I watched some of it. He's a good host. Yeah. Is he? yeah, he does a really good job with it. And they don't have pieces of paper that they draw on anymore. It's little uh, computer screens, and then it's projected. Okay. Nice. All right. Uh, Jillian Anderson is ready to ditch her bras for good. All right. During a new Instagram Live video, <laughs> the actor revealed that she doesn't have plans to wear a bra ever again, and her explanation is totally relatable. We do have a clip of her. Yes, no, that's for this. sure. So here we go. I'm so lazy, and I don't wear a bra anymore. I can't wear a bra. I can't. No, I can't. There's no, I'm sorry, but I don't care if I reach my belly button. My breasts reach my belly button. I'm not wearing a bra anymore. It's just too fucking uncomfortable. Uh, so I <laughs> guess we're asking her about what her uh, go-to lockdown outfit was. And so she answered that she's just going without a bra these days. Yeah, I feel, find it uncomfortable to have them, like, hanging. I'd rather them be oh, have pulled some support, up. right? Yeah, Let me like ask you, though. To, to me, that seems like, you know, obviously if you're more buxom, it's going to be an issue. But but it, it is a it is a sort of binding garment you know I mean, by its very nature it seems like it's uncomfortable yeah i don't know because I, I always talk I about women at the end of the day walking through the door yeah. and it comes off it's the first thing that comes off no that's not me like yeah. i will wear it up until i go to bed really okay hey let me ask you a question what is the point of uh the undershirt for men Meaning, I have no like, idea. Like the wife yeah. beater, what they call the wife beater. Undershirt. I have no well, idea. I've never worn think... an undershirt. But but yeah, but to just you, under a shirt open, Casey, in, in the wife beater. Yeah, yeah. you know uh, what I mean. Because Casey the, pointed to the pits, and I'm like, you know, it's still the. I mean, there still is garment there to collect. Is there sweat <laughs> that that comes down? Not I thought of it like yeah. a tank top. Yeah, you know, I because it used to be you'd wear a shirt like that under a button shirt, and right. it would be sort of another. Layer of, I guess, 
sweat protection, but you're right. On a wife beater, there's nothing around mm-hmm. your no, armpits. Yeah, there is. I mean, it's it's just not at the top of your armpit. But, you know. So maybe the sweat runs down yeah. and catches in the bottom here. Into the cups know. attached to the armpits. It says one of the biggest reasons is uh, they trap sweat and prevent stains from reaching your work shirts. Yeah, okay. so you get um, stains on your, because, I, you know, I wore a, an Oxford and a sweater every single day in yeah. high school. And um, I had learned early on that I needed to wear an undershirt because when... Pits. It, well, yeah, and when summertime came around, uh, we weren't required to wear sweaters anymore. So it would just be the, the, the right. Oxford shirt and it had stains on it. I'm like, oh, shoot, I got to wear okay. an undershirt. All right. Just curious. Uh, all right. Anyhow, uh, other stories. This one's interesting. Uh, T.J. Miller says that a manic episode was the reason he made a fake bomb threat in April of 2018, leading him towards an absolute spin-out, as he called it. So you remember this. We love T.J. Miller, you Mm -hmm. know, and there was all this stuff going on with a battle with uh, the cast of Silicon Valley, and... uh, It got ugly. It got very ugly. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm going to see what you guys think about this. He explained that he began losing his mind after having brain surgery several years ago following a brain hemorrhage and multiple seizures. Mm. Is there medical records, other medical records that prove this all went down? Um, I would assume so. Okay. I don't think he's making this up. He yeah. said he, he had a golf ball-sized piece of his frontal lobe removed. Oh, wow. And it caused him to come to become, quote, insane, not just chemically but physically. Uh, following the incident, Miller did find a neuropsychologist and team of professionals who now help him manage his mania through therapy. Well, that's good. However, he's still facing charges stemming from the bomb threat, and he could still face up to five years in prison if he is convicted of that. Huh. Uh, Joseph Maldonado Passage, a.k.a. Joe Exotic, is getting resentenced for his role in the murder-for-hire plot against Carol Baskin. Uh, The United States Court of Appeals for the 10th Circuit in Denver ruled on Wednesday uh, that Exotic's conviction for hiring hitmen to murder Baskin would be upheld, but that his 22-year sentence would be vacated. Now, Deadline reports that that the judging panel decided to re-sentence the Tiger King star because the original trial court improperly treated the murder-for-hire counts as separate rather than as one. It is possible that he could end up with a lesser sentence under the revised guidelines. Now, they're suggesting that it could be substantially less, right? I, I didn't read that, yeah, but yeah. I wouldn't doubt it. Right, yeah. 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 So, um, I'm <laughs> uh, We'll have to follow the details on that. Uh, let's see here. Demi Moore can still rock a bikini at 58. Yesterday, the actress showed off her toned tummy in a black bikini from her new collection with Andy Swim, while vacationing in Greece, she, she, looks, looks, she looks fantastic. Oh yeah, uh, for fifty-eight years yeah, old, absolutely. her body is tight. Um, the star captioned her Instagram post, "Getting ready for another day in paradise." She's held up well. She yeah. obviously does uh, uh, an exercise program. It's it's good to see this. Yeah, so good for her. Uh, Jesse Smollett uh, returned wow. to court yesterday for the first time in more than a year to face charges over his alleged hate crime hoax. Hi! Uh, the New York Daily News reported that Smollett appeared for a closed hearing at Cook County Court to determine whether one of his attorneys uh, has a conflict of interest representing him in the case. Uh, he maintained his innocence, calling his proceedings a dog and pony show. Meanwhile, the brothers that uh, you know were charged in this claimed that they were paid to uh, uh, to stage the hate crime right, against right. him. 
Uh, they were also said to have testified as well. One of them, one of those guys is his trainer. But you bring up a dog and pony show, and I think I would like to see a dog and pony show. Yeah, they are very I, entertaining. I, I don't know where that uh, saying comes from. I, I think at the circus there's actually a dog. There used to be okay. a, a, a thing where dog the dog would jump. Pony. Yeah, right. right. And they are usually entertaining. Hey, mm-hmm. um, have we ever talked about how good of an actor he was when he did his interview um, after this Thing, oh, on Good he, Morning America, yeah, where he's crying with the crying yeah. and, and this sort of thing, <laughs> the crying yeah, things, the, 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 the regret and the false uh, and the thing. It was very, very convincing because I didn't. I, I can I, he get nominated for that? I don't know, but I smelled a rat right away. That would be great. And then when I saw the interview, I kind of was like, <laughs> "You get nominated for your Good Morning America appearance?" <laughs> no, yeah, I know. Case here's now here's some dog and pony footage, which is and obviously it's delightful. Oh, I was right. I would go to court to see that. All right, Courtney Kardashian is reportedly engaged to Travis Barker. How about that? Yeah. Some reports said uh, Blink, the Blink-182 drummer allegedly proposed last weekend in Las Vegas have been rumors that the Kardashian star may be pregnant. Now, so, by the way, Preston, this is not official, mind you. This is a question that comes to mind occasionally now that this relationship has been going on. Who watches Courtney Kardashian's kids when she is, you see her yeah. out and about constantly? Oh, they have a team. They, there's like yeah, a team I of would nannies, guess. you know, and like they all have nannies that do most of the raising of the kids. <laughs> they got it right, you know. And, until it's time, Steve. Yeah. Until it's time for the social media posts, and, right. and, in which you know, then they become the good mothers. Bring in the kid. Yeah, time bring for a in post. the kid. We got to do pictures. I'm afraid of you. You don't be afraid. I'm your mommy. <laughs> what if they're all actually really great people and like. Great moms. What if? You go on and believe Is that. that okay. That's okay. I think they are. I think they're trying, you know, new recipes and making cookies and mm-hmm. all that stuff. I think that's it's all a scam. Sources told the outlet that uh, Barker has been planning the proposal for ages. Ages? And, yeah, right. Uh, and their intimate wedding will take place next year. Or he knocked her up and they need to yeah. get married. I don't know which one yeah. it is. Well, that cat, cat really knows how to rock. Uh, he does. All right. We're ready for, <laughs> ready for clips. Ready for clips. Walker, the new spin on the classic series Walker, Texas Ranger, is down to the final two episodes of this season. I can imagine what clip drop we're going to have after oh, this clip. <laughs> uh, in this clip, Jared Padalecki teases an intense finale. Here we go. It's the biggest episode we've had all year because this was our final episode before CW added five episodes. And so there's a lot going on. I'm so excited for it. Uh, I, we really, we all put in everything we had into it, um, and I, I think that the, the fans will, will love it. Walker told me I have AIDS. Walker airs tonight at 8 p.m. on The CW. So this is a darker take on the Walker mythos. They need to have Haley Joel Osment come back yes. as that yes. character. He's playing And a, say that they lied about AIDS. He's on the second and third season of Kaminsky Method, and he's playing a Scientologist, and they Who? rip it at um, Haley Joel Osment. Oh, really? He is a, he's a larger guy now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, uh, but, man, is he funny. And he's playing sort of a straight man who is this Scientologist character. But I, I think Michael Douglas has a lot to do in Chuck Lorre with the writing on the show, and they do not pull any punches when it comes to making fun of Scientology. Okay. It's really entertaining. And I tell you what, he was really good on The Boys. Remember Haley Yeah. Joel? Oh, and, I forgot about yeah, him. Yeah, that's yeah. right. He was the kind of psychic. Um, right, right. Yeah. yeah, he was really good. All right, here's the next clip. Uh, the Cassie NBC drama series Good Girls is preparing to wrap up their fourth and final season. And here, Christina Hendricks reflects back on what initially attracted her to the show. I wanted to make sure I was really, really intrigued by something before I signed on to what could be, you know, quite some time. And I just loved that it was 
drama and comedy at the same time and that it was weird and quirky and what seemed like real kind of dialogue between people. What about our huge freaking hooters, huh? <laughs> uh, yes. Good Girls airs tonight, 9 p.m., and that is on NBC. And that's <laughs> what I have for you in the entertainment report. What? So, speaking of dog and pony show, <laughs> there was a monkey riding on a dog on our show 10 years ago. Today? Today? Wow. wow. Whiplash? Yeah. Whiplash was the dog. I, remember, I love the speech he used to give. Remember the stadium speech? Oh, of course. That's, where, that's why we had right, him come yeah. in. Was that Blair? Dreaming his goals one day, knowing a monkey. Uh, a monkey. <laughs> I'm gonna find that. Whiplash and uh, what was? I don't know. I don't remember yeah. the monkey's name. Yeah, but Whiplash was the star. He was the dog. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, and I remember as a young boy, my dream was to own a monkey. Uh huh. I don't. Mm, I gotta find that. Uh, okay, should we take speech. a break then while you're looking for it? Yeah. Call the Smithsonian. You said that with a question in your voice. Uh, yeah. Yeah, well. Oh, yeah. What the hell was the guy's yeah. name? We don't I know. don't remember. We don't know. We just, the, the monkey has top billing. <laughs> yeah. Monkey. Man. <laughs> dog. Tim Wild Thing Lepard. That's it. Yeah, okay. Wild Thing. Wild Thing. Thang. I'm sorry. Come on. Tim Wild Thing Lepard. You have to see right. the children. Uh, all right, we're going to take a break. That's what we're going to do. If we can find that clip, then uh, well, maybe we'll come back with it. But we will uh, return. we got stuff to get to. It's already 10 minutes after 7, so we'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. MMR spotlights the best rock in Philadelphia with Jackson's Local Shots. This month's band is Dominique. Dominique, your Local Shots Artist of the Month for July. Check them out every Wednesday at 6.30 right here on the Mighty MMR. And you can hear and see more now at WMMR.com. Keyword, Local Shots. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Philly. Roughly two and a half hours left for you to make the call. Roadhouse or Point Break. The Twitter poll that we started 24 hours, well, almost 24 hours ago, yesterday, is neck and neck. It is even, is narrowed even further, Steve. It is now Roadhouse <laughs> at 50.7% and Port Break at 49.3%. There, That's well within the margins of, our, so, I mean. Close enough for a dead heat. A dead heat, basically. Yep. A statistical dead heat, but you have the power to make your voice heard. Mm-hmm. I can't think of Preston... An election more important, <laughs> a vote more important in a long time. Roadhouse voices versus a point break. Let's see what you think. It's on our Twitter page, our Twitter account. Uh, please vote, if you will. Let your voice be heard. Yes. All right, let's get to the Bizarre File. No, we're not doing the Bizarre File. <laughs> Early. I was all set to do the Bizarre File. Oh. Okay, I'm wrong. Uh, I so, I, I just... I want this vote to be over with, and I'm trying to move the clock ahead. In my mind, mentally, I'm moving myself forward because I can't wait to see the results. Also, you're a little trippy, too, because you t- you, right, you have a little bit of migraine, right? I had a migraine, so I took my migraine medication, which oh. makes me a little loopy for a little while. But yeah. 
No, but uh, you know what? I actually did notice some things. Are you so, kidding no, me? No, I did not. Even this... as hampered as you are by the chemicals you're taking, you still can notice? This I'm certain about. Yes, I did notice this. And the I notice you're unencumbered by the drugs he's taking. <laughs> continues to notice for all of us. I do what I can. <laughs> uh, there's a term that I was not familiar with, and uh, I saw this this morning. I noticed this this morning. It's called rage gardening. Rage, I how? Where did I hear this phrase used recently? I don't know. Rage gardening. This is the first time I've ever seen it. Was this morning? Have you ever rage gardened, Kathy? Um, well, explain because I think I might have. There's okay. a scene in Mommy Dearest. I think you know the scene I'm talking about, Preston. Yeah, where they're cleaning up the dirt, or yeah, whether they're, they're, she's out there with a hatchet. Oh yeah. She, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Or is it like rage cleaning, where you're just. You know, I, I don't know anybody. The notice that I... knows all. Let's well, yeah. find out. rage cleaning is seems a little bit different than this because rage cleaning I see is oh my god, c- clean this stuff yeah. up. We have got to clean this up now. Okay, yeah. so it's not that. <laughs> this is essentially channeling your frustrations into gardening, caring for plants. So this mommy dearest in the scene is up in the in the screens here in the studio. Uh, yeah, that probably she's is going it. crazy. She's going crazy. Uh, she's chopping everything down. Yeah, she's got these big clippers and yeah, that that would be rage gardening. Yeah, that actually no, that's just destroying your yeah, plants. Yeah, that's just a lunatic. That's a little bit different. That's, <laughs> that's an just, insane woman. That's just rage outside. <laughs> right, right. Uh, so yeah, this is becoming one of the more surprising trends to take off during the pandemic: weeding, planting, and watering have been like linked to reducing anxiety and depression as well as a way to boost mindfulness. But I don't but know why they're the, calling it rage. Yeah, uh, rage that's not rage right. when you, when you Exactly. I think when you go out because you are in a rage and you go to do something that will hopefully calm you down... Right? Yeah. yeah well, I was this is just was, more gardening. I right. was thinking it was it was like the rage cleaning, but I mean, if what you're saying, if, if that what you're describing, yeah, I mean, I started that from the very beginning during the pandemic. It was one of the things to do at the house. I mean, right. You know, you were you yeah. were confined to your I, home. I think that term's a little misleading, Kathy. I think you're right. Like, if your yard is overgrown and you just can't stand it anymore, how about and you therapy go gardening and start going crazy? I think that's a better right. term. Yeah. 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 I uh, I've been growing tomatoes. I got seeds from Burpee, and uh, my girl friend did the planting and i've been doing the weeding and the harvesting i brought in those uh tomato tomatoes the other day and made tomato mozz salad from the garden i, I bought the mozz at the store but i made yeah. the, the tomato part of it and it was just like there was something really zen about it it was calming and to there's a there's a nice sensation of picking a tomato you didn't prune your mozzarella plants i did not okay. no well they haven't ripened yet okay gotcha. <laughs> well i mean yeah I, we talked about this i forget in what um how we were what what the category was or the um topic, the topic. yeah um but when like when you're finished gardening and you look like for me when i look at everything i'm like oh like you know like it's sort of is like oh accomplishment. accomplishment and it looks nice and as far as like it's not rage but i yeah. will go like when I pull into my driveway, I have two planters on either side of my of my garage, and I will look at them, and I'm, and you know I'm like they look nice. And if there's something that has died or needs to be like pruned off, I'll do that before I even you know get the stuff out of my car and go in the house. So I'm constantly like picking out the dead flowers or whatever needs to be uh, okay. taken yep. off. So for me, uh, in case you're on the same uh, wavelength that I am, the the mowing, yeah. the lines, the uh, the. The edging, the whole damn thing, the rimming. No, oh, the, yeah, man. <laughs> yes, the rimming, the sounding. Yeah, the sounding, the, figging, the docking, the yeah. figging, yeah. all of that stuff all that you do outside. It. I think every you, bit of it. I don't like the gardening part. Yeah. <laughs> I hate gardening, I, and I don't. You should see my flower beds, and they're getting worse and worse every day. Rock and roll. Well, no, no. <laughs> 
I, I know, I, I know. I, I called a landscaper, and, and that's what I'm, what, you know. Weeds or what? All of it. Like, I just, it, we never did the spring <sighs> cleanup. We never did any of that we stuff. We did. And, yeah. and so we had the company. And, and this year I said, no, uh, we're going to make sure that professionals come and do this. Because we, Preston, we actually had, my wife has wanted a um, flower bed. The last step in the house and setting up the house was an actual flower bed up front. We have a nice, you know, tilted hill down to the street as you pass by. And it's a perfect place to have a nice flower bed in the front of the house. So we had them come and set up and everything is set for the maximum sun that we get throughout the day. Flowers that can withstand that mm-hmm. plants that will grow seasonally. So we're, we're going to start weeding and my wife and I are out there and we're like, is this a plant we paid for uh, right, or is right, this right, a weed? Right. And, and uh, so we, we had yeah. to hire someone to come weed because I had no way. It takes a while before yet. you figure out what they look like. Right. You, you'll get it. Right. It's, it's, I've been, I was the same way. When right. We, when we bought our first house. I was like, I don't know if that's Should if I'm I pull- supposed to pull that or leave it. <laughs> exactly. Now I know exactly what yeah. they are, and it's easier to do, but you'll get it. Right. But there yeah. is satisfaction in weeding too. Steve, <laughs> I hate it, but when I'm done with it, it's a real sense of satisfaction. I think like if you if you put on like a like a like a music or put on a you yeah. know an audible yeah. book that's and, exactly you have what I do. and you're out there doing it and you commit to it like with the mowing, yeah. and, and these are sort of things. Yeah, I don't do it. it, it I don't do it. it I makes mow you feel good. I mow, I edge. I blow. You dock. <laughs> I don't dock. Uh, but I just, you know, I don't I do not do the weeding. And that's, that's you know, if we wanted to divvy up responsibilities in our household, hey, that's a responsibility I don't want. You and I would make a great couple because yeah. I don't mow, but I weed. Yeah. yeah. The, you oh, guys are made for, each other. made for each other. Um, Steve, uh, speaking of mowing, and I think, like, uh, for you, I, I kind of feel the same way, like that, the sense of order that comes after yes. a good mow. Did you happen to see the All-Star game because they mowed... Um, the number forty four in the right field in honor of Hank Aaron. Oh, it was I did not. it was so cool. And yeah. like when they can do designs, yeah. In, in the there's field, an art to it. It's really impressive. I'll yeah. tell you what tract of land I I find very soothing. When you leave here, you go down the hill, mm-hmm. and there is a a long hill, and they will do a sort of lattice mowing job on the grass. Yeah, they there's, do the diamond pattern. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I don't know how they do that. I gotta, you know, maybe I'm. Uh, I gotta uh, watch a YouTube video on how to do that because I just do the straight line back and Steve, forth. Steve, it's one of the great things about. Playing golf is the landscaping. No, you, go, you go to a nice gorgeous. golf course that's maintained well, it's just pleasing to the eye. So a shout-out to Natural Lawn because yeah. they, they, they sent oh, my man. lawn up this. And, I mean, it is literally like a green carpet. It is amazing. Yeah, I need to weed and feed and uh, dock and, my and, and dock, dock and fig and, and rim. And Nick, I saw those um, <laughs> things in the outfield, and I wasn't sure if that was the way they mowed it or if it's just and peg. No, if it's spray paint, if it's if it's lawn paint, um, that uh, they just painted it a a darker shade of green, or it's possible, it's I possible. Know. It looks when they do that stuff, when they do like when you have somebody who's a master of handling topiary, yeah, it was, yeah. but that I mean, was entirely too precise. Oh, was it? I yeah. think it's mowing though, but I don't know. No, I don't know for right. sure. But um, but yeah, pegging, man. How about that? right? How about that one? <laughs> right. Who's who? Who pegs Citizens Bank Park? <laughs> All right. Um, so anyhow, rage gardening. Right. And apparently just gardening alone is is a good way to take your mind off of the issues. Unless, of course, you get out there and you realize the issue is gardening and you hate it and <laughs> you, you need to move on to something else. So my wife will pull the weeds out. So we had this woman come over and do it, and she was awesome. She actually was from the company that, that helped us with the garden. So she knew what to pull out, and she... You know, very reasonable to do it for a couple hours and did the whole thing. But when my wife does it, she'll pull it out and sometimes she'll just leave the clumps of weeds on the walkway. Uh And so I'll always go in and go, and it's she just forgets. But I'll go, honey, it's back. You're not finished your job. These rootless weeds are growing on our sidewalk, and she'll know that I'm giving her crap for that. All right, right. right, rage gardening. Apparently it's Ah! a thing. All right, let me see what else I noticed. 
Uh, okay, I noticed uh, maybe uh, promiscuity might be what you do to uh, alleviate tension. To alleviate your tension, <laughs> but people are judged on all sorts of strange things, and Australian researchers asked heterosexual men and women about their willingness to engage in sexual activity outside of a committed relationship. And they found that uh, men with longer features and larger eyes are perceived as more promiscuous. So they found men who were like open, alien eyes? open to casual sex typically had longer faces, higher foreheads, longer noses, and larger eyes. That's scary. So they're perceived... Oh, as being more promiscuous. So, so if if someone see if you you know if you see someone you see that they have these features, you might think that person sleeps around. Now, whether it's true or not, I don't know. I don't. So, do you ever find yourself assuming that about? I I will sure. see somebody's station in life, and I'll see you know what they're if they're single or they're you know and, and check lifestyle patterns and say, oh, this is probably someone who's a little promiscuous. Uh, you know what? The I features may, don't determine it for I, me. I may do it subconsciously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I may look at somebody and, and go, wow, they you know, I, and not knowingly sitting there and analyzing, right, yeah. but, but I might get like an instinctive reaction and go. That person's a whore. Yeah. You know, I, I think I, I attitude maybe will do it for me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, as far as women go, uh, they accurately identified these facial... Okay, so let me go back to this. Um, uh, so they said they found that men who were open to casual sex typically had longer faces, higher foreheads, longer noses, and larger eyes, and that women accurately identify these facial features as indicators of the guy's interest in casual sex. So I guess they did find that those... those um, uh, those features, features are indicators that you are open to it, and women were able to pick up on that. However, men wrongly believe that women with smaller, slender faces, with smaller eyes and smaller lips, were more open to casual sex. Huh. So basically, women are good at correctly identifying men who are open to casual sex. Men are very bad at identifying <laughs> women that are open to casual sex. So how do we perceive, uh, as far as promiscuity, a woman's facial hair, like Kathy's mustache. Does that mean? <laughs> oh Shut up. <laughs> not that at all promiscuous. N- no. <laughs> yeah. Not at all. Anti-promiscuous. Uh-huh. Mustache. Uh, so the study co We have an autograph, Mr. Selleck? No, that's his star. It's Kathy from the show. Uh, the study co-author said this is a really valuable skill to have as it would allow women to make subconscious decisions huh. about which men would be a good fit for them according to their relationship goals. It's funny how they... and. A lot of times you'll you'll contort these things to say, yeah, I've noticed that. I think in general they're so vague that you know you none of these really are are written in concrete. They're just vague assumptions. So who has? I'm trying to think of of this this longer Long, longer face, higher forehead, longer sea nose, sea biscuit, <laughs> and larger eyes. This horse is such a whore. Well, they studded him out, so you horse. know, yeah. Horse. Poor biscuit. <laughs> you horse. Horse riding. Out of the Great Depression, we needed a slutty horse to lift the spirit of the nation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sea biscuit. Uh, so, wow. Okay. The so, horse are on the track. Apparently, women are. What, what we derive from this is that women are better at identifying men who are promiscuous, more promiscuous. Okay, so... Men are not uh, as good as identifying women who are promiscuous. My phone fell out of my pocket. (laughs) We have heard, um, obviously, features like long noses and things like that are indicators to women. They believe that 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 is a... um, Means a big penis. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. 
And a big penis uh, is a sign of big feet? Yes, that's right. <laughs> oh, is that right? <laughs> I'll bet he has huge feet. Oh, oh yeah. God. <laughs> this guy's got a Godzilla penis. He must have huge feet. Uh, yeah. Well, I ask our big nose. <laughs> what was it? That's from Monty Python. <laughs> well, I ask our big nose. <laughs> Got a big oh, nose. He's got so, a big nose. Okay, yeah. I couldn't quite understand. Hey, he's got a big yeah. nose. All right. British talk. <laughs> right, let me see what else I noticed. Okay. That's, we're done with that. Hey, can I... I was going to say, can I notice something for you? Are you a guest noticer? Uh, can I be a guest noticer? The announcer? Noticer. Will, do you codify this? Sure. All right. Do you guys notice uh, that the uh, longest <laughs> slip and slide is coming to Bear Creek Mountain tomorrow? I heard. Okay. Yeah. Did mm-hmm. you see this? No. It, all right, so we've talked about this before. They were trying to get one in in Philly, out on the street, out on the street. Oh, yeah. oh, and we were trying. We were. We remember we tried to institute all sorts of things, and it's as you would imagine, like an insurance nightmare. Right. So this is an, a legitimate, full, permanent set slip and slide. It's not permanent, but it's going to be there for a month. Okay, because there. Along I would have. I love slip and slides as a kid. Ooh. And it goes down a mountain, so you're going to... Doesn't go up the mountain? <laughs> Slow. Yeah. <laughs> you don't go very fast. Sluggish. I'm in my fourth month of the slip and slide. I mean, essentially, it's just a water slide, but uh, but it's... I, I, you All right, so the worst p- thing about water slides, Steve, <laughs> is walking up the stairs. You get a hell of a workout. So at least mind. with this one, maybe you get to ride the, um, the ski lift up. I've yeah, done a few do. that actually have elevators. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, that looks like fun. So let's see here. It opened at uh, Bear Creek Mountain Resort on July 16th, or it will open tomorrow. Yeah. What's its? Uh, what are its uh, dimensions? Here it says here, Slide the Slopes is a safe, fun, and wet adventure where a guest can spend time in a dazzling outdoor setting, enjoying a variety of courses at, of various lengths, uh, soaking up the sunshine and being able to reconnect, blah de blah de blah yeah. Uh, let me see if it indicates how long it is here. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a lengthy article, and I have not had... I didn't notice this. Casey noticed it. So. I thought it was like 1.2 miles Guess or something like that. 1.2 miles? Yeah. A 1.2 no, mile slide. That's not. <laughs> Look at this. That's from start to finish. There's no way that's more I than... Think it's- I think there's more than one course, Casey. Hold on a second. Okay, the world's largest inflatable suicide tomb course stretching over 1.5 miles on more than 20 courses. Yeah, yes. Oh, okay. Down one of the Lehigh Valley's largest mountains open at Bear Creek Mountain Resort in McCungie on July 16th. Okay. There's one that uh, I wonder is how their longest one. up in the Poconos that puts out in Balakinwood. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm curious how long the longest one is. Let me click on the uh, the actual website for the okay. event itself and yeah. I'll find out for you. But that looks nice. like fun. Yeah. That could be a really good time. Uh, so... <laughs> says yeah, here you can here. feel like a kid again. All right. This <laughs> <laughs> just him. Yeah. Concerning that huge water slide. Bear Creek, right? Yeah, 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 Bear Creek. Yeah. That's uh, what I Spectators say they felt like kids again. Yeah. All right, I don't know. I All do right, not cool. know. All right. Thank uh, you, Preston. What Case- was the, the very dangerous, it was not a water slide, but it was the litter... Oh, oh the Schlitterbotten, yeah. Right, which they had to disassemble yeah, because it was, it was decapitated. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was horrible. Casey and I um, raced each other on uh, water slides at uh, Maury's Piers. Uh, not how... last weekend, but the weekend before. It looks like a lot of fun. I kicked his ass. Really? He was on yeah. the faster slide! Did you were you lo- on the faster slide! Did they're, you lube up your ass? They're racing slides. They, yeah. you, you start off at the same time, and well, then you come out. And then so I, I finish, <laughs> and I flew 
all the way to the very end of the pool actually went up the steps at the other side. Wow. That's how far I went. And I turn around and I look and I see I'm waiting. Yeah. And I see Casey come flying in. And he looks over his shoulder, and he doesn't see me on the slide. And I see he holds up his fist and goes, yes! <laughs> and I'm over the stairs. I go, you okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he won. But uh, he was on the faster slide. We really should have gone back up and switched slides. Redone it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Redone. Next well, time. I, I guess that's, that is a good point. Yeah. Next time. Um, hang on a second here. Uh, let me go to Jim. He has in, uh, information on the Bear Creek uh, slip and slide. Hey, Jim, you're on the air. Good morning. Hey, morning, guys. Sorry to bother you at work. No, that's all, right. all right, buddy. What's up? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's an inflatable, it's inflatable slide, mm-hmm. and it's on the bunny slope. They okay. have it sitting on the bunny slope. Deck. So all, so, so all of the, all of the slides, because apparently there's, there's a bunch of them. All of them are inflatable. Just the one that I just saw the one set up on the, on the, uh, the bunny slope is inflatable. No, we right, saw right. an aerial view, and it looked like they had several slides open on several different. Uh, yeah, but those yeah, are probably they both. They're probably all the, the bunny slope. That's okay. going to be steep enough. They didn't want to put it down on the double black diamond. Thanks, Jim. I appreciate it. By the way, the the this texter says that it's a thousand feet for their longest slide. They answered that on their Facebook page. Okay. You know what I always wanted to do is, and, and even even knowing the dangers of it, the action park. Um, that that's that slide. The, loop? That's the, the, the sort of. Um, you know, you sit on the on the little slide. It has wheels on it. You go yeah. down the track. No oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I forget what they called it. But... I did that in Austria. Right. Um, I'm sure it's... it was much more professionally designed. It's called, uh, and in fact, the track was made of uh, like a metal. Um, but um, I forgot what they called that. But, uh, like a luge? Yeah, but... Alpine. Yeah, Alpine. something like the Alpine. Okay. Was, so, so Preston, the in the yeah. Action Park documentary, Class Action uh, Park, they, um, uh, they, it was sort of standard that multiple times a day people would slide <laughs> off slide down the concrete and get incredible road rash right and so they'd go to the first aid station and they actually had on the floor like a circle drawn so they could spray like the bactine or whatever they were applying to them <laughs> and there there was sort of a contest they would do that if it was if you could stay in the circle while you were writhing in pain from uh-huh. having this sprayed on your wound, you won a prize. Oh, my God. Hey, you know what? There's another type of uh, safer ride like this in the Alps somewhere that uh, you're, see, you're on a track. Doesn't that look cool, though? It, that I would love I would do. to do that. That's why the, the new single track coaster, Great Adventure. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that one? No. Uh, Jer- Jersey Devil? No. It, it looks awesome. So nice. I, I've never seen one designed exactly like that. All right, well, this has been your guest noticer, Casey. Guest uh, noticer, Casey. We're going to move on. We'll move on to something else. Uh, it has to do with record breaking, as we were talking about the longest water slide. But uh, Dubai's newest record breaking pool is 180 feet deep. So I've actually kind of been flirting with the notion of checking Dubai as a vacation destination. Yeah, yeah, man. That'd be cool. I, and, and, you know, I saw this article and then I saw a whole bunch of things referencing that uh, Dubai as a. Tr- that's a great vacation place. Oh, my God. Really? They have in, they have an insane amount of things for you to do there. Yeah. Uh, so this being one of them uh, is uh, a whole 15 meters deeper than the previous title holder for the world's deepest pool, which that, that one's in uh, Pol- uh, Poland. Yeah. Uh, deep Dive Dubai's Pearl Diving Pool, which has been created for seasoned divers and those looking to give it a go for the very first time, is filled with 14 million liters of warm, fresh water. It's amazing. Uh, the pool has officially been recognized as the deepest swimming pool for diving by Guinness World Records. It's been fitted with 56 underwater cameras, and it's also uh, set with a lot of cool props to make it look like an abandoned <laughs> city down below. Because 
that thing about diving, I think this this other, uh, the one in Poland, it's I remember reading tube. that story. It's just a tube that yeah. goes down and there's not much to it. And when you go diving, because I've done it several times, um, the fun part is being able to explore some. Well, and, and, and you're so right. They've got they've and, and like um, you know the one in Poland, Preston's for practicing for free divers and other things. Yeah, 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 yeah as well. But this is uh, like when you go diving at um, I forgot the name of the springs. Um, oh, the quarry. Yeah, uh, Dutch Springs. Dutch, Dutch Springs. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. There's they have. Um, uh, there's an airplane, there's a helicopter, right. there's a, a fire truck, there's all kinds of stuff that they've sunk there for you to go and explore a little fire bit. Fire truck! That too. Uh, so they've done this in this place, and it looks really, really so cool. In Dubai, they put in a Rolls convertible. Right? You yeah, know? And, I mean, like, and a foosball yeah. table. Like, and so it, uh, uh, now, what's, what's the deepest you have have dove? 90 feet. Okay, so Claire's bending around that as well. And uh, 150 feet. You know, 180. 180. It's double. It's so twice whatever. If you're going down, you you have you can't stay down long yeah. at that depth. Okay. Let uh, me... No, you can you can stay down as long as you have oxygen. It's coming back up. Right. right. You have to take your time in and and you certain... run out of oxygen quicker though, don't you? Um, at that's that a good question. I'm not really sure. I think there's there's something that has to do with the absorption of oxygen into your lungs and and the time, but. Uh, it's on your way up that you have to you have to have scheduled stops. Right. You have to stop and, and wait for five minutes. Depends on how many atmospheres deep you go because I think it's like every thirty six feet is a is an atmosphere or something like. Wouldn't that. Wouldn't this be kind of cool? It'd also, be outstanding because around it too there are windows for and there are different uh, different like uh, little restaurants and stuff. Yeah. However, the thing is, you you can only get in by invitation right now. Right. Yes. Oh, it's not okay. open to yeah. the uh, the public, but uh, they have invited Will Smith. Yes. If he wants to go, apparently. Go to that stupid thing. Uh, so the Pearl Diving Pool is is open, but, yeah, it's invitation only as of now from what I understand. So that's pretty damn cool. That would cool, be though, cool. Man. It would be. eighty feet deep. All right, let me see. I noticed another story. Um, Senate Democrats yesterday, uh, they're, or, yeah, they're moving to advanced legislation that seeks to end the federal prohibition of marijuana and remove it from the government's list of controlled substances. Uh, the Cannabis Administration and Opportunity Act would officially remove marijuana from the Controlled Substance Act so it can be regulated and taxed. Uh, presently listed as a Schedule One drug, which are fully uh, illegal. Uh, if the proposal becomes law, Congress would be able to place rules on the growing pot industry, uh, which is presented uh, presently governed by a patchwork of various laws in states where the substance is already legal. Smoke them if you got them. Yeah, so... Um, Right now, uh, the proposed bill points out that uh, marijuana use is already legal in the District of Columbia and 18 states, along with uh, the northern uh, Mariana Islands of Guam. Um, islands of Guam, yeah. And marijuana is legal for medical use in 37 states. Uh, also, Puerto Rico, Guam, and the U.S. Virgin Islands. We're right on the precipice because what you yeah. you now have yeah. this morass of. Of conflicting um, travel restrictions, and from one area to another, and what do you do with, you know, right. if you're going to a state that is not, you know, allowing this for 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 recreational purposes and so on and so forth, and, and it begs for lawsuits, yeah, because you know if it's illegal federally but legal statewide, right. you know, it just gets confusing, and so that's just going to tie up the legal system, right? And New Jersey being one of the states that is uh, voted to, you know, make yeah. it legal, but that. I, I'm still not sure where that is right now exactly. There are a ton of dispensaries around here. I sure. right like right up on City Line. There's one. There's one on Main Street in uh, in Maniunk. Uh, one in Plymouth Meeting. Yeah, yeah, all over the place. Yeah. So you know we're right there. 
Shout out to the Apothecarium. Oh, it's just a matter of time before they advertise here. Uh, yeah, no, I you agree. Know, I've heard advertising yeah. uh, for but even, uh, dispensaries. But that's, it's an issue for radio stations like ours because our It's a big issue. We're trying to figure out what to do. Well, yeah, and our company yeah. isn't just based in Pennsylvania. You right. know, there's there's stations, that the, the company's headquarters are in Florida. So if the company has radio stations all around the country, nationally, do they have an issue with taking money for marijuana? I right. think our company has stations in Pittsburgh that are... Advertising. Oh no, kidding! So, yeah. yeah, I think okay. so. So right. it'll be here yeah. before you know. Yeah, it. and this is listen. It's it's a matter of time, and and I know. Listen, you gotta you gotta you gotta do the dance for a little while, and but I think it's eventually uh, going to find its way to be a federally. Uh, you know, it's going to pass. So, but we'll see. We'll see. All right. Let me. I, do I have time to notice one more thing? Yeah. Is there time to notice another thing? Uh, yes. How about how about we go with this one? Uh, the world, as it's slowly reopening, uh, is uh, one particular item is starting to sell quickly, and that's engagement rings. Aha! Uh-huh. Love springs eternal. Uh, yes. a uh, An executive for Shane, the Shane Company, a private jeweler, uh, said we've seen a resurgence in both engagement rings and wedding band sales. Uh, CNN also reports that after people started getting vaccinated earlier this year, the sales of luxury items had spiked in April and May. Uh, but uh, they said that uh, people who managed to keep their jobs during the height of the pandemic may have saved up some cash and perhaps even gotten a stimulus check or two, leaving disposable funds that they've chosen to put toward their just-announced or postponed weddings. That was happening well, a lot, too. needless to say, you know who we're going to send you to. It's going to be Stephen Sayer. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, they're starting to snatch those up, and we're going to have, and in fact, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Uh, that weddings are uh, on the rise, obviously, because people have postponed them. But yes. Now we're starting to see like midweek weddings. Yes, we are. And because uh, those weddings are normally on Saturday, right? Yeah, yeah. Friday, Saturday. You usually save some money by doing it on oh Friday. Oh, my God. It, right. It's like, to me, it seems like such an obvious, such a great idea to do. If you can save case like on a Friday. Mm-hmm. And in fact, I'd prefer to go on a Friday and not. Yeah. I think it's a little more. Yeah. It's a little more standard now to do, um, like it, like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They're all kind of, uh, you know. I guess typically you would want Saturday, but I think that Friday yeah. and Sunday are just as popular. But I recently went to a midweek wedding, and it right. was a rescheduled wedding. And when she she had to reschedule like two or three times, and it was all based on, um, you know, the CDC guidelines. And she right. just said, "Forget it. I don't want to wait anymore. Whatever. If I can have twenty five people, fine. If I can have a full house, fine. Just book it." And when she went to book it, they were like, "We can't give you a weekend date until twenty twenty two." And she yeah. had already postponed from twenty twenty. So she was like, "No way." And they said, "We can do." Um, a Wednesday night for you. And she was like, fine. Do I'll t- it. I'll take it. And mm-hmm. then they called her a few weeks later and they said, our Thursday wedding canceled. Do you want Thursday? So she moved it. At least was a Thursday night. Was it a decent size? Uh, yeah, it was still during some restrictions. So um, it was it was in March and we had to be outside. Right. So it was very <laughs> cold. Uh, you know, I remember that being a concern. Yeah. Yeah. And they had they couldn't um, close all four sides of the tent. Right. So um, oh, right. there were heaters and there were like other things trying to block the wind. It was a windy night and uh, it was, you know, like one of those uh, big mansions. So yeah. we were allowed inside, but like all of the doors and the windows had to be open. So it was freezing. It was, it was pretty cold. Um, Did he shake the bride's hand or could he kiss her Uh, no but there was um there was a decent amount of people there okay good and was it but i'm curious what it's like for you know going to a wednesday or thursday night wedding if the reception if you can still kind of let loose and have fun 
Yeah. Or did everybody just kind of mm, fizzle I mean, out? I think some Gotta people... Gotta go to work tomorrow. I yeah. think some people did because they took off on Friday. Um, I didn't. I yeah. left, like, right after... Dessert, like they they put. Actually, I didn't even have dessert. We had dinner, and then they. You put, were home in time for Jeopardy. I, well, you, no, you know what was so funny was they played a song that we were because I had also gone to the bachelorette party, and you know you make memories when you're yeah. on <laughs> out. So they played like our bachelorette song, and I heard it, and I was like, I ran to the dance floor, danced with all of the girls that we had been away with, and literally before the song was over, I was out the door and in my car. You're, dan- you're dancing out the door. The bride said yeah. to me, she goes, I remember dancing with you. She goes, and then I didn't see you again. I was like, Oh, no, I was there. That's why. I was there till closing. I helped them clean up. <laughs> all right, well, engagement rings are, and if you do plan on uh, on getting engaged, uh, if you're in love... Love. Getting love. Do you remember? Yeah, we would put the speech Bill. jammer on yeah. Killer Bill. Um, love. Then, then they might be starting getting snatched up, and uh, you may want to get on that because you may have some custom uh, ideas, and you may want to uh, to move on that soon. Do we have that audio case? I'm looking for it. I can never remember. Engaged, in love. <laughs> It's just a matter of, like, how is it labeled, right? So right. I, I checked under speech for speech jammer. Now I'm going to check under Kill Bill. Okay. That Kill was Bill a, was an intern who we thought looked uh, here like it is. He, he was demented. <laughs> like he would kill someone. Like he yeah. would, oh, yeah. we have it? Here yeah. we go. We put this apparatus on him that made his speech delayed. When you speak, you would hear your voice, you know, a second or two yeah. later. And this was him trying to do it. Uh, Are you? Read a copy for, uh, for Stephen Singer. Are you ready for love? <laughs> if you're ready f- for love... If you're in love and ready to get engaged, the first thing you need is to visit visit Steven Singer, either on his website or in his showroom. Online, he's got the beautiful, ready, beautiful. For love collection of engagement ring. They're better quality with better prices than in any store anywhere in New York, New Jersey, (laughs) Philadelphia, New Jersey, on the main line or even online. Nobody online or anywhere else, for that matter, does it better than Steven Singer. Thanks, Bill. Who was it? Uh, Sarah that did it as well? Uh, the redhead, the one that we slammed into a car in a, in a trash oh, yeah, can. Yeah, yeah. Sarah Harley? <laughs> Sarah, Sarah Harley, yeah. She did one as well. Nice. Uh, Press, you were the only one who I thought actually did it and, and had... No problems doing it. Well, well thank you, sir. Broadcasters, after a while, you get used to occasionally speaking with a delay. Yeah, And yeah, it's annoying just, as F, but you know how to soldier on. You have to kind of ignore yeah. it. Yeah. It's really weird. I thought I could do it. I remember when we did this. I thought I could do it. Um, because occasionally when we're at live broadcasts, um, yeah. I'll go on first to do that first traffic report. And like nine times out of ten, it's not quite fixed and ready to go. And I get that. And I'll just talk through it. Um, through my traffic report. So I figured it would be the same, but (laughs) it was not. It was much more delayed, and I could not do it. (laughs) Love it. All right, well, listen, that's all we have time to notice. So we got to wrap up and uh, return with some uh, Bizarre Files stories. So we're going to do that very thing. We will come back. We also don't forget uh, we're going to have Joe Romero, who is a a naturalist and uh, an award-winning cinematographer. He's behind the camera on Shark Week. Yes. So we'll find out what that's all about with him a little bit later on. Be back in a moment. Stay with us. 
the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on the MMR mobile app. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Can you believe football is back? This Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Interact me, swoop in and win sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2022 Eagle season tickets. All you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwin.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket market of the Philadelphia Eagles and MMR's Preston and Steve show. Back with more of the Preston and Steve show podcast. So uh, this really cool thing happened that we couldn't say anything about until this week. And now we got the go ahead. Uh, but uh, San Diego Comic-Con is coming up on July 25th. That's uh, it's going to be, you know, a series of days. Um, That's the last day, I believe. Is that the final day? Yeah. Okay, so we, Steve and I, were invited to host a panel. What? For yeah. San Diego Comic-Con. So it is virtual still. So we didn't fly out to L.A. And, or to, to San Diego and, and uh, do this thing, but we had recorded it already uh, uh, via Zoom. And so we were honored to be asked to host a panel with... Our buddy Zack Snyder. Yeah. yeah, it was so cool. He yeah. himself put the request in through through Netflix to get us on this panel and conduct this uh, this thing, and it was great. Yeah, so we were the moderators, and it is a panel of Army of the Dead, and it comes with a special sneak peek of Army of Thieves, uh-huh. which is pretty awesome. It's a prequel that uh, people have been talking about. Correct. So uh, it, we sat down with, uh, with Zack Snyder and Deborah Snyder and Wesley uh, Collar, and uh, we're joined by uh, director and star uh, Matthias Schweighofer. Now, he plays Dieter in Army of the Dead. He's a hilarious character. He's a, he's a safecracker. Yeah. He's, yeah. The, he's kind of a breakout star of the movie. And he's a rising star as well um, out of Germany. Yeah, big. Um, and also we were joined, this is really cool, Natalie Emanuel, who if you remember from uh, Game of Thrones, she played, um, um, oh, man, why, um, Al- not Alessandra. It was um, Masandi. Okay. Uh, who was kind of the right-hand uh, person to uh, the the Queen of Dragons, and uh, she was awesome in that show. She's also in the Fast and the Furious series. Correct. And so she is in Army of Thieves. Yeah. And so we did this panel, and it was great. We had yeah. an awesome time. We'd initially planned to sit down and go for maybe like 30 minutes or so. We went for like an hour and a half. Yeah. Uh, and so I'm sure they're going to, you know, cut it down to a certain amount. But we had a great time. And it will air on July 25th, starting at 5 p.m. Uh, so how you access that, you can go to comiccon.org, comic-con.org. We'll have links to it on PrestonSteve.com as we get a little bit closer for you to easily access. But we were uh, it was, honored to ask to do that. And, and Nick Murphy and Marissa and Casey and, and uh, um, you know, everyone stepped in to to make sure that uh, 
technically everything was set up because obviously we had to be beholding to their restrictions and what we could reveal and could not reveal during the whole thing. And mm-hmm. and so it was a little more meticulous than our sort of free-roaming interviews, but it was yeah. uh, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, and so we are sharing the information that we're allowed to share now yeah. and then, you know, this thing later. And then, we you know, we have some other, you know, pictures and, and stuff like right. that that we'll be able to share after the fact. But yeah. what a cool honor for you guys yeah, to, yeah. and it, zach requested and, yeah. and it went through uh netflix to uh to track us down and, and we did that so it's pretty effing good i love it. yeah absolutely all right so we'll remind you of that as uh, we get a little bit closer to it quickly before we go to the bizarre file uh i want to let you know we have about an hour and 45 <sighs> no an hour and 35 minutes or so left for the uh the battle royale uh point break versus roadhouse i got this email that i want to read to you guys it hmm. says hey guys i'm not on social media uh, so I can't make a vote on Twitter, uh, but this is just too important to ignore. <laughs> Put me down for point break, yes. and it's not even close. He says, also, if I hear any of one, any one of you refer to point break as a bad movie again, mm-hmm. we're going to have an issue. Now, he goes on to say, point break is my favorite movie of all time. What's not to like about it? Okay, so maybe Keanu isn't the greatest actor. Maybe it's a stretch for a bank-robbing, partying surfer to recognize Johnny Utah from his college football career. Yeah. And maybe some of the lines are a little cheesy. But back off, War Child, seriously. (laughs) Back off, War Child, seriously. He says, bank-robbing, partying, surfing, skydiving, hot women. Cough, cough, he puts on there. I went skydiving solely because of that movie. What? I just started surfing this year because of that movie. I just named our beautiful puppy boxer Bodie because yes. of that movie. <laughs> our previous dog, Kunu, passed away in February. He had a dog named Kunu. That's cool. <laughs> That's outstanding. And he goes, by the way, if you're looking for the worst, cheesiest line in the entire movie, it happens when Johnny Utah goes to the restaurant where Lori Petty works. He's going through his entire story of playing football his entire life because that's what his parents wanted him to do. But his parents died, and now he wants to do something else other than exactly what his parents wanted him to do. Petty starts to cry because her parents had died. At that point, Johnny says, it's the truth. (laughs) And he says, what? She might have believed you up to that point. When you say it's the truth, I know you're lying. So he thinks that's the cheesiest. <laughs> right, line. right. I think there are cheesier lines. Other there are than much that more one. cheesy lines. But uh, yeah, these are these are again, and obviously he knows that we we actually adore these movies. And their crappiness is so much of the adoration. They're, I mean, that they're just. And again, Patrick Swayze in both uh, over the top lines, over the top action, and they're but they're gems. Preston, I would say, again, this is probably one of the most important votes you're ever going to cast. Yes, we And can. if you don't vote, you can't complain. Yeah, that's right. You, you won't be part able to of complain process. after this. Yeah. Uh, by the way, it says here on the on the poll there's only an hour left. So, oh, wow. Uh, anyhow, well, you it, go to it our, rounds down. So our like, Twitter account. With the, when we're under two hours, it says there's an hour left. But it, it'll end at 945 this morning. Okay. okay um, so, quick question about Roadhouse. Does Sam Elliott uh, die in that? I know he gets... Hey, spoiler alert. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he came out yes, in the 80s. But he dies in it. Right, yeah. so he finds him dead, like, stabbed, laying on the bar, right? Or something uh, like that. Yeah, or, yeah. or did they hang him up? I don't remember, but they, yeah, they killed him, yeah. Okay. Marissa says he was stabbed in the heart. Okay. I don't know. So I was just wondering if, uh, you know, which, which death hits harder, that one or Gary, Gary Busey? Busey getting shot on the runway? I'd say Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, they were they, they were long, a long time together. They were longtime friends. Yeah, and okay. Johnny and and uh, and uh, what what the hell was his name? What was Busey's name in that? Anyway, they were uh, Percy. Percy. <laughs> they, Percy. They, they didn't know each other all that long. So, but that's my two cents. All right. Anyhow, you need to vote. 
and you can go to our Twitter account and do that now. Listen, we got to get to the bizarre file. Yeah, come on. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's bizarre file. Brought to you by Jersey Mike's. Jersey Mike's takes uh, great satisfaction in getting that perfect meat slice. It's not for fun. It's for <laughs> fresh. Because slice to order makes a sub above. Come on, right. man. We're going to start with this. Uh, Brazilian President Bolsonaro uh, Bol- Bolsonaro, uh, is in the hospital after an unending bout of hiccups has yeah. left him with abdominal pain. I saw this. Bolsonaro, who's had hiccups for more than 10 days, would be monitored and tested for up to 48 hours, though he may not stay in the hospital that whole time. His administration said he's in good spirits. Uh, The hospitalization is the latest health issue for the far-right leader who, over the past few years, has been stabbed, contracted COVID-19, and most recently had difficulty speaking in public. Mm. Uh, Bolsonaro's unrelenting hiccups have interrupted recent public appearances. On social media last Thursday, he said he had the hiccups for over a week and might not be able to, to speak properly. On Friday, a local outlet reported that he had to leave a dinner due to the illness. Uh, then on Tuesday, he told supporters that he was voiceless and that if he talks too much, the hiccups return. It's unclear what's causing the hiccups, but CNN said Bolsonaro has uh, tied it to a medi- medication that he took after dental implant surgery. Interesting. Oh, wow. The outlet also said that the president has an abdominal hernia and doctors are considering surgically removing it. Uh, it's also possible the leader's abdominal issues are related to the surgeries he underwent after being stabbed ahead of the 2018 election. Mm. Uh, it had punctured his organs and uh, left him almost dead. So, he's, But he's had hiccups for 10 days. There have been stories like that and, and stories people with much longer situations. Yeah, yeah. Uh, rather than paying a bag fee that he adamantly disagreed with, a Canadian man told an airline employee at Fort Lauderdale Airport in Florida Saturday that there was a bomb in his luggage. Oh. Uh, I was uh, just kidding, right? Yeah, Wagle Rosen's comment Saturday morning prompted authorities to evacuate three terminals and halt all operations at the Fort Lauderdale Hollywood International Airport for hours. God, it was just a bomb joke. Rosen, who was 74, was arrested and charged with making a false report concerning planting a bomb, explosive or weapon of mass destruction. He was at the Air Canada counter on his way to Toronto when he engaged in a heated verbal argument with an airline employee over additional charges for baggage and the airline's no-cash policy. Uh, The employee then told Rosen he needed to walk from Terminal 2 to 3 to purchase a Visa credit card for his carry-on fee. Rosen then walked away without his luggage, and when the employee told him he needed to take it, Mr. Rosen responded by telling the employee there was a bomb in the bag. (laughs) Rosen's comment caused the evacuations. And Rosen uh, remained in jail early Tuesday afternoon on a $20,000 bond. Faces up to 15 years in prison. I doubt he'll get that, but... No, but at this point still, in time... Still, man. Yeah. yeah. Don't say bomb. Mm-hmm. Don't joke bomb. Nothing that even sounds like bomb. Don't do it. Uh, an Ohio hospital has acknowledged that a patient received a new kidney that was meant for someone else. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Officials at University Hospitals in Cleveland on Monday apologized for the mistake and said two employees have been placed on administrative leave. Sorry, the one patient was supposed to get a dental implant, right? <laughs> the kidney given to the wrong patient is compatible. Oh, good. And the person is expected to recover. Uh, the other patient's surgery has been delayed, though. That's the thing. So what do they do with the kidney they removed? I guess they toss it? Uh, 
Well, no, they they used it. It's good. Yeah. I mean, they put it in there. They they did, took the bad one out. Somebody of Somebody else person. was just supposed to get it. Right. Exactly. I got you. Yeah. So, but fortunately, uh, it was a match. Yeah. Officials said the hospital. Hey, lucky you. Is reviewing how the error occurred to prevent similar mistakes going forward. Sorry. Uh, the hospital has notified the United Network for Organ Sharing, which manages the national transplant system. A man, Casey, this story's for you, man. All right. A man was viciously mauled to death by a shark Saturday after he walked into the sea off a Brazilian beach in a drunken state to urinate. So he just went in pee. Dude. That's all you ever go in for. Yeah, that's it. Well, how far in did he go? Waist deep. Waist high? No, really? Oh, my balls! Marcelo Roca Santos was drinking with his friend at uh, Pia Dade Beach. Uh, before the tragic incident took place, Santos reportedly walked into the sea uh, when the shark leapt out of the water and attacked him. Ah! Adriano Gomez, an eyewitness, said that the, at the same time Santos entered the water, uh, the weather was cloudy and the sea had begun to storm, a weather type that invigorates sharks' activity. Uh, there was a lot of blood in the water, he said. Another witness said Santos and his friends went into the sea to pee because there was no toilet in the vicinity. He said, I was next to him with water up to my waist. Santos uh, Santos's mutilated remains washed ashore after the attack, and photographs taken by bystanders showed the shark had torn off one of his arms and Ugh. bitten off a large chunk of the flesh out of his leg. Man. Uh, the man's body with no vital signs was taken to a hospital where he was confirmed dead. It's funny because people react to the data on shark attacks, and they say these people were only, you know, they, they were attacked, they were only in three or four feet of water, but that's where most people are. Uh, at least 12 sharks uh, shark attacks previously have taken place at that location. Ugh. On the beach where Santos died. Don't go in the water. A lifeguard who was on duty at the time of the attack was unable to save the man. Uh, while there were various caution signs at the beach warning people not to enter the water, the lifeguards reportedly did not ask the men to come out of the water because they were only waist deep. Uh, though it wasn't clear which type of shark attacked the man, experts suspected it to be a bull shark or tiger shark. So, yeah. But Casey, that they had had 12 shark attacks at that beach. Okay. Yeah, so right. maybe you'll be the first of this one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and there you go. I haven't been in yet. All right, don't. That's what I got in the B5, yeah. boy. Hey! Hey! All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. And uh, don't forget, vote Johnny Utah or Dalton. Who's yeah. it going to be? We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. The Preston and Steve Small Business Love You, Help You line. Hi, Aaron from Fashion Square Salon in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. We're a small salon that opened during a pandemic by a single mom who saw more for herself and her employees. We are more than just co-workers. We are family. And everybody that walks through the door feels the tight bond that we share. Come check us out. www.fashionsquarehair.com. See you soon. Next message. Hey, Sally. It's your girl, Regina Murphy from Golden Aura. Golden Aura is on a mission to help facilitate healing through holistic offerings. Our offerings include Reiki, meditation, sound healing, and shamanic healing. We're located in Pine Hill, New Jersey. To book your self-care session, head over to AuraOfGold.com. You can check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Golden Aura Mind, Body, Soul. Also, be sure to check out Golden Aura's Facebook group, Grab Life by the Lemons, for your daily dose of positivity. Love you. Bye. The Love You, Help You line. Shop local because small business needs our help. Find out more at PrestonAndSteve.com. 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Sponsored by DellAutoGroup.com, where Jack really does sell them for less. Right now, 
Roadhouse is leading by a half percent. <laughs> One half percent Roadhouse versus Point Break <laughs> on our Twitter poll. So if you're like a diehard Point Break fan, this is it. This is it. You got you to gotta vote now. Or either way, if you, if you want Roadhouse to, to be the clear winner, then you can vote for that too. But it's up to you. We're leaving it to the public. So uh, Preston and Steve's uh, Twitter account. Please remember there are countries in this world where they cannot vote on Patrick Swayze movies. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Uh, so we ask you to vote. There's only uh, like 14 minutes left, so you have to do no. it right now. What? Uh, an hour oh, an 14. hour and 14 minutes. I'm yeah. sorry. That's oh. right. 9.45 is when that's done. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. People in other countries and me because I can't get into my Twitter account. You can't? No. What's wrong? I don't know. You I, get blocked again? No, no. I, I think it just like logged me out and I don't oh, know the password. You, so. you published your manifesto yesterday. <laughs> that's a oh thought. God, so. And that's you're responding to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you were all on it. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I want to go back to something in the uh, entertainment report we had with uh, Jillian Anderson saying she's not wearing bras ever again. Like, she done. Said, she said when they, unless, even if her boobs go down to her belly button, yeah, uh, she will not be wearing a bra again. I was kind of surprised to hear Kathy saying that she, you like that uh, that uh, support support that you get. Yeah, I, if to me it feels more comfortable than to have like my boobs Hang, hanging down and like on down. my skin. You know what I mean? Yeah, sweaty yeah, sure. and everything. So uh, yes, I I can. You, so you're you're probably more buxom than. Uh, well, that's why I was Jillian looking Anderson's at. very slight. Right. Yeah, I'm looking. And at... so she could get it, get away with it. Yeah, like if they're naturally up there. Yeah. yeah. Then then maybe no bra would be would right. be comfortable. But if they're to not me, naturally up there. I would hate you know as listen we we are free of of this sort of stuff on the on the whole. That looks like a restrictive garment. I, right. I, you know, having you know removed a, a share of uh, them in my life and and uh, hooks and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just seems like something that is uncomfortable and binding. And yeah. I know even like top quality bra makers and uh, brazier manufacturers have you know they're, they're, people rave on their particular types. But still, at the end of the day, it is a harness that you're wearing. Yeah, correct? I mean, it's, yeah. and it's tight. And, yeah, yeah. Um, is okay. Uh, the because I know people that will almost exclusively wear sports bras. I do. I, that's I, all I wear. Yeah. yeah. Well, and See, I understand that, that. I can't wait to take off. Yeah. That is uncomfortable. Those right. are uncomfortable for me. Okay. Like I work out, and it immediately comes off because I can't. I wouldn't be if I wear it for the rest of the day like I would a normal bra. My shoulders would hurt. Like okay, would, it's because it pulls forward. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah, but as soon as you're done working out, but that, that thing, comes off. Okay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> they hit the ground. That's what it would be like if I didn't wear one to the gym. <laughs> um. So wait, I want to go back to the boob sweat for a minute because that's that comes from I assume skin on skin when you're when the, yeah. the bottom of, yes. touches your torso or like the cleavage too. R- okay. How bad is yeah, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. How uh, bad is it? Well, I think part. I, I guess because we were like, talking about underarm. Under, like, well, that's what I was. That's what I was. Is just it as bad say. as underarm? Um. I mean, if it's like a really hot day out, I think that's why a bra is comfortable for me because it it does stop. I I don't think I could go outside <laughs> with my boobs hanging down and all that boob said, Ew, it would be gross. I wonder. It's because your armpits naturally sweat. That, that seems to be a focal point of your sweat glands. Mm-hmm. Are there See, sweat and I, glands? The, the example all I, over the place. The yeah. example I was going to give, though, uh, I don't think you guys could relate to either. But like when. Uh, like if I cross my legs, if I have yeah. a dress on and I cross my legs, it's like that sweat. So it's not necessarily that right. like you're sweating from your your armpits. Right. <laughs> it's sort of just like Preston said, the skin on skin. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Just the, the natural sweatiness of that. Mm-hmm. To me, that's I, I, you know you've seen obviously there some bras are 
Well, we had the bra whisperer in here, and she brought in all those those bras. There was the old style clamps on the back, and the you know mm-hmm. the, the it, it's just like a torture device. Um, going back to the the sweat stuff, do you remember we talked about this years ago? There was a there was a convenience store or something like that. A puppet sign who said that they wouldn't accept any money. That was being was kept in... under their boobs yeah. or yes. in their bra. Like yes. women would keep money in their bra and it would get sweat on. It's used as sort of a transport, like a, like basically a glove compartment for yeah. your body. Did you, yeah. you ever slip anything in there if you uh, to, to keep? Oh, yeah. I mean, in college, yeah, yeah. I would. Um, you put money in there? We oh, would put your money. Your ID? Uh, Owner's ID. manual? Money. Well, ID would um, would go in the back pocket. Uh, you know, if you had yeah. jeans on, but if you didn't, yeah, like you could slip. But I would do like I would. So I remember I used to be addicted to chapstick. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I could not leave the house without it. That would go like on the side. I wouldn't put it in the cleavage. Right. I would sort of hide it along the wire of the bra on okay. the side. All right. There's how- a lot of geography down there. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was the how, what was the the largest count of items you would carry at one point in time? I think it was just, it was really okay. just. That chaps. All I needed in co- the, the college. Floss. No, going to a college bar. All I needed was chapstick, money, and my ID. Yeah, and I didn't even need that much. Where'd money. you keep your condoms? <laughs> I didn't need those. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's 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 weird because we don't we don't deal with that sweat element. But I. <laughs> or if you had a boyfriend, you said, "Here, hold this." Yeah. Right. That they were good. And then for, he says, for, "Here, hold this." Yeah. Right. <laughs> Carrying your stuff around. All yeah. Phone sure. alert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, well, so do you ever go braless on occasion or is it just not comfortable? Never. I, I mean, not out in public, but like right. around the house. Oh, around, At the club. <laughs> no, out in public, never. I actually will not buy clothes that would look funny with uh, a bra being worn with it. You know, sometimes right. there's, you know, one shoulder or, you know, something with very uh, thin straps. I will not buy that. I won't waste my money because I know I have to wear a bra. Okay, let me have a question. I have a question about, uh, you know, women who wear thongs and so on too, so you don't see the panty lines. Is that, uh, does that uh, yeah, transfer so- to bras as well? You don't want certain patterns that'll be seen through the, the clothing or yes. does that matter? Okay. Yes, definitely. Um, however, I care a little bit less about that right. because I have to wear a bra. So sometimes there's no way around it. But most of my bras are a nude color because if you wear white, you're not going to be able to You won't see, see it. Right. Yeah, so. so, and you say, but I think you're probably the anomaly in that you'll wear it right up to bedtime. I wear yeah. it up to till bedtime and then huh. I take it. I mean, if I, like, sometimes, you know, I take a shower before right. I go to bed. I won't put it on after the shower if it's okay. close to bedtime. But, I mean, right. I'm not running around the house with my jugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, Look at um, the jugs. Kathy, you're pretty um, tame when it comes to, like, you're not a big cleavage yeah. uh, type person or anything like that, but but bras can also be used as a fashion accessory in the sense that let's say you wanted to wear a a sheer white shirt, right, and then you would wear like a more fancy bra underneath. Yeah, like it can be used as an accessory. An accessory, sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Would you ever just wear a bra to work? Like, <laughs> just you a guys, bra you, didn't see, you didn't even notice yesterday. I had no shirt on. Yeah, no, sure. <laughs> wow. That was it, amazing. It reminds me of uh, in the movie Splash, there's a woman that <laughs> that works at uh, at the fruit company they oh, work right, at, yeah. and she, she would wear a bra on top of her shirt. <laughs> she was, like, struck by lightning or right, something right, like yeah, that. Something happened. Right. The lady in uh, Greece did that, too, the, the, the principal's uh, secretary. Oh, yes. That's the same actress. Is Stop it. it. That's... I, I'm pr- I think it is the same that actress. Her, was that her thing? That might be her thing. I don't, <laughs> maybe she did it in the audition. Yeah. They got it. Uh, by the way, this text, I think this is legit. 
Uh, it says, uh, I tuck my husband's semen sample in my bra when driving to the fertility clinic. Got to oh. keep it warm. Oh, okay. Ah. I thought she was getting like dirty there for a second. No, I think no. she okay. said you got to keep it warm. And then Kathy, totally off subject from the bra thing. This says, how did Kathy break her chapstick addiction? I need an intervention. Oh, my her? God. Okay, yes. I actually. We'll come back to the bras in a moment. <laughs> yes. Um. So I use Aquaphor. That was my, the way that it's like I. It's like a that... <laughs> no, stop What's it. What's a Dickford? No, listen, whoever this is, because it is a real thing. The chapstick addiction yeah, is a real Aquaphor? thing. Yeah, Aquaphor? Yes, I used Aquaphor, and eventually I was able to not even use the Aquaphor. And, like, now I'm fine. If I forgot the Aquaphor at home, no big deal. I used to, I mean, I would have to turn around and drive home and get my chapstick. Oh, my God. I forgotten it. That yeah. bad. You oh. know what? I've, I've heard it. It uh, If you have an addiction to that, can actually make the your, your chap lips Try. worse. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. It does. Because there, you get cracks and the wax fills in those cracks and kind of widens them. And then it can it can exacerbate. Isn't that yeah, wild just, that people are and this is legit, legitimately addicted yeah. to chapstick. Oh my god, I was addicted to chapstick, and I was addicted to uh, nasal spray, the nose spray. Yeah, Afrin, Afrin, Afrin. The yeah. nose spray was the was worse than getting off the. You chapstick. can you can literally damage your septum, right? With if you snort Afrin too much. And know. you know what? And I um, identified uh, a coworker's problem with Afrin uh, a couple Sniffing years ago. Sniffing album. Yes, and intervention. I, was, I told I go. You're addicted to it, and he was like. No, come on. I am not. No. <laughs> Would you like to join me in my office for some snuff? No, but eventually he went to Wear your the, favorite bra. He went to the doctor for it and had to wow. get something else to to get off it. All right, back <laughs> off the noses onto the boobs. Uh I'm gonna go to Adrian. Uh Adrian, good morning. Good morning, Gadzooks. Gadzooks, what's up, Adrian? I just want to share with Kathy, she's not an anomaly, that us big boob bitches all wear our, our bras to bedtime. So you wear you wear a, a bra while you sleep? Not while I sleep, up to bedtime. Okay, to bedtime. all right. Yeah. I got, the support is needed. I mean, I'm not like Dolly Parton big, but yeah. the shirts and the clothes, I, I totally commiserate with her because I look at clothes and say, that's so cute, I want to wear it. All right, I then I guess the yeah. reason you you don't need to wear it to sleep is because you're not upright, and, and therefore the weight isn't coming down on... Or, yeah, or, or, it's so. a lot of weight. It's a lot of... It, it, it's Again, cool. if, you're, if, you're, if you're more buxom, it, it, that, that pulling thing, it's like... Uh, to me, the only thing I can liken it to is I love when I get into the car. I love putting on my seatbelt and being being pulled into the car. <laughs> Does that make sense? Because yeah. I, I like 100%, that. Yeah, okay. 100%. And I guess we don't wear them to bed because we do want a little boob set at some time. I, <laughs> I got you. <laughs> you go. I'm yeah. just kidding. I'm just kidding. All right. Thank you, Adrian. Yeah, I can't, All right, have a good day. I can't sleep with one on. Like, it does have to come off at bedtime. But, I mean... Just like if somebody were to knock at my door, or I mean, I have a nine-year-old. One second, please. No, I have a nine-year-old child in the house too. Like I'm yeah, not gonna right, yeah. go running down the stairs <laughs> with no bra. Now, by the way, I saw this other story, which uh, ties into this a little bit. There's a uh, woman, a self-touted flat-chested med student, who's working at Hooters. Uh, is keeping her 90,000 TikTok fans abreast of how she turns her barely oh. there boobs into. Mountainous money makers every night. She says, I have the chest of a teenage boy. Her name is uh, Kristen Songer. She's 22 years old. And she has given this, you know, build a boobs tutorial type of thing. So she said that she uses a, uh, she transfers her double A cups into an ample eyeful, uh, eyeful, and she begins the process by strapping on her Amazon push up bra. She said, It's a bra on Amazon. It adds two cups. It's really padded. Really? And she said it's supposed to be like a bombshell, the shape of it is, likening her online retail find at Victoria's Secret for $70. 
uh, hers are is a lot cheaper. Does Amazon sell an equivalent for the penis? <laughs> not probably. Uh, she said it's not quite as good, but it's half the price. After giving her girls a lift, the doctor-to-be then stuffs the bra with uh, $9 silicone inserts or sticky boobs that she purchased from Walmart. (laughs) So she wears a double-padded bra, and then she puts in these, you know, like chicken cutlet type things. Yeah, that's what they used to call them. I remember we had two of them. Someone had dropped off, Mm -hmm. like a... um... Uh, like a, a plastic surgeon or and something? And she said that's what pushes them together and makes it look... And I, I've saw the before and after. Is it amazing? It's astounding. And so she works at Hooters. Yeah, well, so she's... It's kind of a moneymaker Yeah, Hooters. yeah, exactly. So that's what she does to go through that process. Wow. Uh, to, yeah, to, to make her look like she's got, uh, you know, what it takes to work at Hooters. That's kind of interesting, though, because, I, I like... I'm, I prefer smaller <laughs> boobs. It's just my personal preference. And uh, you would think that there'd be an audience for that at a place like Hooters. Well, you know, it's something for everyone. My, well, my wife is is, is, is smaller chested and I and very athletic, and, and her body is. I'm, I'm just I'm just surprised she yeah. still has to do this at a place like Hooters. Um. Well, listen. There's probably you know competition. You know, right? Of course. I, sure. I, I don't know, man. Listen. Yes. I uh, all boobs are great in my eye. Yeah. You know, um, it's great though. Like. I'm sure at some point we all worked at Dong's, which is the comparable place. I did, yeah, yeah. yeah. Isn't there a place called Peckers? Uh, is there? Uh, yes. In Well, it was in Ocean City, Maryland. Big okay. Peckers, I think it was Big called. Peckers, yeah. <laughs> um, I, so, speaking of boobs, I was trying to take a picture of a necklace that I was wearing the other day, and the picture that came out was, oh, I, wish, was I wish I could post it. Are you kidding? I think that I can't even show you guys. Yeah, you can. No, I don't know. I don't know. But I. Literally... Well, what angle was it at? Was it down? Yes, of it course. Was like you, so you can't even see my head. You just see my cleavage. Like my waist <laughs> looks like it's like three inches. Oh my god! It's. I said I want to make it my profile picture because you know sometimes you can't right. see the profile picture real I big. See, boys. <laughs> we got to see it. I know, but you got to show it. To us. <laughs> it's not right. Yeah, I shouldn't be showing Come on. you. That. Wow! Oh my God! Oh, come on! Holy! That's Kathy. That's a great picture. Hang that on. looks like oh that God. looks like you're posing for a for Here a porn hub. Looks like I should oh be on a porn God. So to to explain, her hands are on her boobs yes. as well, and she's bent over. And but and and that actually it makes all of it the whole package looks fantastic. I think as you can see your waist and and uh... well and the thing is it was on the what, you know where it's like a moving picture so I was actually going to fix the yeah. necklace and so it looks like I'm actually grabbing my boobs. Well, it, it, it oh look, my god! Like what you see? Uh, <laughs> if if people reacted to that shot of you and Marissa on the beach. If you post this, you're going to be oh, in, in a well, world of... Your face is not in the picture. Right. It's true. So, like, it can't be grabbed and, you know, taken. You Manipulated. should... You, that would that would be record-breaking likes See, and reposts from your account if you were to do that, I guarantee well, you. Well, should oh that be God. the next poll that we take wow. after Roadhouse and Point Break? <laughs> Should Kathy post the picture? Where do you think that's yeah. going to go? You know, just because I want to see a, a poll at 100% on one end, yeah, maybe we should. Hang on, Marissa. How about if we turn it into a charity thing? Like 10,000 retweets of the Camp Out for Hunger, mm. and we see Kathy's photo. Like, people will benefit from it. Oh, my God. Did, like did, you, did you see it? I saw it from afar. <laughs> it was. I mean, I could see it from 20 feet away. So. <laughs> Oh, wait. It's funny when they do that, though. That that particular angle is that looks like a classic, you know, huh. 
cheesecake. Well, not cheesecake, but porn shot. Here, Kathy. Somebody says Kathy's new beach flag. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> there she is. I didn't lose my blanket. Wow. Okay. Uh, well, we'll consider that, or, or Kathy will consider that. Hang on, let me go to, uh, I'm going to go to Erica. Hi, Erica, you're on the air. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. What's up, Erica? Okay, so uh, a couple of years ago, um, I, so I'm type 1 diabetic, ah. and my insulin pump I would hold in my bra. And me and my husband, we went on a cruise, and I was dancing, drinking, having a good time, and it was super hot. And I heard this alarm going off, and I had no idea what it was. Well, it ended up that my boot sweat got into my pump, and wow. my pump completely malfunctioned Whoa. and turned off on the cruise. Were you left with it within a, a, a dire medical situation? It, well, so what we I, I did have syringes uh, and extra insulin with me just right. in case anything happens. Um, but I mean, it, it could have gotten really, really bad. Well, sure. did it, did it malfunction for good for the rest of the trip or was it just, uh, oh, oh, at the yeah. moment? No, no, oh, no. Oh, wow. Done. I had to get it replaced. Wow. So, wow. but that seems like an actually very smart place to put it. But now do they, do they have things, do they, have they modified the, the insulin pump since then or is well, it pretty much still the so, same unit? Well, so that was, um, that it had like a cord. Right. That was attached to me. Now I have it's a, it's an Omnipod, so it's actually cordless and it's Bluetooth. So I can have the little um, my PDM in like my handbag, so I don't have to have it on me. But I mean, I was wearing a cute strapless dress. Where else was I going to put it? <laughs> right, right. It seems like it, they would provide a whole wealth of opportunities if you want to carry things, and that seems smart. But uh, the fact that it completely shorted out is wild. Well, I think it's because the uh, abundance of boob sweat. It was as if it was uh, <laughs> submerged in water. Right. You can't well, do that. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Thanks for the call. We appreciate Absolutely. it, Eric. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. All right. Let me, Erica, let me go to Heather. Hey, Heather, good morning. Good morning. What's up, Heather? Hey, so um, I actually sleep in my bra. I wear my bra all the time. I even sleep in it. I am a size, uh, I'm an F cup, though, so, okay. like, it's honestly more comfortable to have them like contained within something. Is it a regular bra or a uh, sports a bra? Yeah, regular bra. I don't wow. ever wear sports bras. I don't. Are there sleep bras? Work Heather, well. are there are there bras specifically? I mean, I've seen like devices. Remember a while ago there was something that was a device that larger chested women would would put. I guess. Oh, between the boobs. Right, oh, right. Yeah, it was almost like one of those. It was like a little pillow. Right, right. Oh, Do I they have that. bras specifically for sleeping? Um, no. I just I usually just stay in whatever bra I was wearing or put a a bra on. Most of my bras are pretty comfortable, though. I think. Okay, because like, I, I have all, I I have sleep shorts. Like, cute bras. Okay. Okay. Bras. I would right. think a sleep bra would be something without Thanks, wire in it. Right. Okay. Just simply to a sort of because when you're on your back or your side, that that thing that I remember was marketed for for people who are very large chested, mm. and it would it 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 kept this sort of avalanche from occurring. I remember we we had an intern a long time ago back at Y100, and she had to get a reduction. Yeah. Uh, because it was just, I mean she was very very well endowed, and it was. Like the straps were like Digging, cutting into cutting. her shoulder. Oh, yeah. and I think it's all part of my back pain, or the majority of my back pain comes from that. Mm. Uh, I will go to 
Stephanie next. Hey, Stephanie, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. What's up, Steph? Well, I just wanted to comment on the big boob situation here. Yeah. Um, I am very well endowed also, and with Kathy putting the chapstick in her bra money, what I do daily because I work with animals with horses, I ha- constantly have to have my phone on me, and my phone is always in the side of my bra. Always in the side. So what What are they... Give me a, a tally, the most amount of items you've ever had in your bra at once. Oh, we've had contests in the past <laughs> where we could see who could actually hold what in their bra, and I won by holding two full soda cans under each boob. Oh my under God. each Two boob. full wow. soda cans. Man. Didn't we well, do that with Big Macs one did, time? Yeah. Yeah. Whoppers, we did. I forgot. Yeah. We, well, we put... it was a whole bunch of stuff, including Big Macs. We right. gave, I mean, it was didn't like, Kim win? Yeah, Kim Pryor did. Oh, that's right. Um, so let me ask you this, Stephanie. When you put your phone in there... Do you have the screen facing away from your skin? Yeah. Okay. Because I would think, it, yeah. you know, that skin on skin, it might activate yeah. some well, of your apps or something. Oh. Also, yeah, with- definitely on, like, a hot day when you're sweating more, it's it's not fun. Your phone fo- kind of fogs up. But, I mean, for safety reasons, I always have to have a phone on me. And that's just to be hand-free. You know why not use well, them? Sure, sure. Have you ever had? Have you ever had it like get too moist for the phone and short it out? One time because we sweat, I sweated so bad. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because right. during this week, I'm sure. Okay, so let me ask you, and you, Kathy, as well. Do you put like deodorant under? I don't. Under your yeah. No. yeah. How about you, Stephanie? I do. I actually buy one that doesn't have. Um, what do you call it? The, the, the bad stuff that you're supposed to put yep. in there, like all yes. like an all natural. Yeah. Deodorant. No. So I, I believe it or not, I do a little bit of the same. Like I'll do, I'll do under my 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 arms. I'll do um, in the general crotchal area a little bit, you know, along the inside, you know, just mm-hmm. to keep from sweating. I don't like that. Thank yeah, you, I Stephanie. I don't like it. See, yeah, you do. I think I my, I don't usually get boob sweat. I think the, the bra eliminates. Eliminates. That. Yeah. Can I ask a real question about yeah. bras? Now that we're talking about this, sure. that only applies to two people in this room. <laughs> um, if the underwire kind of pokes out of your bra a little bit, is there any way to fix it? No, or you, you just have to throw bra. it out. Yeah, throw it out. Oh, but it's like a really nice bra. Yeah, it's what if it's your like, favorites? It's one of your favorites, yeah. and, it's, and it's not completely worn out. Because you're going to get it fixed, and it's just going to poke back. Through. Can you bring it to a blacksmith? Yeah, right. like, a, like a cobbler for tank, clang, clang, tank. That's the worst. I hate that. I know. When you really like, like it, and then the place you bought it changes the style, so it's not. I'll the same fix anymore. your bra. I know. All right. Thanks. Do you remember the, it's in, done. in Excalibur that breastplate yeah. that clang? That what's her name? Uh, the actress. She Helen played Morgana. Morgana. <laughs> Helen yeah. Mirren. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was pretty sexy. That was pretty sexy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, let me go to Shelly. She's got big hammers, as our friend Murph says. <laughs> uh, hey, Shelly, girl. Hi, Preston. Hey. How are you? Good. How you doing? I'm good. I miss you guys. Oh, I miss, I miss you, you too. too. So I have to chime in on the whole big boob situation. I am a 40G. Okay. And so, I don't sleep with a bra at night because it's very uncomfortable. However... I do happen to turn on to my stomach sometimes, and then that how does that happen? A lot of back pain. Okay, really. Okay, so do you sleep with a like an elevation pillow? No, no. Okay. If I use most of the times, I'm on my side, so it doesn't really bother me. Have you ever used but, one of those things that sits between the the, the like we we're talking about the device they were selling a while ago, which is sort of like a like a, a mini, like it's almost a, like a boob pillow, a, a boob pillow to, to alleviate some of the pressure. No, no, I right. don't really have that. It's only when I roll onto my stomach if I wind up sleeping on my stomach. Do you, that's when I have the pain. Do you keep your bra on all the way up to the point at which you're going to go to sleep like Kathy does? Yes. Okay. Okay. And then it comes off. Okay. See, I, I, it's I, that's 
I don't envy. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's I, wearing that sort of binding thing would be annoying. Thank you, know? you Shelly girl. Thanks. I will see you. I wonder how much different that would be. Like, have you ever worn, like, a compression shirt for whatever yeah, reason? Yeah, yeah, Does that bother you, too? A little bit. Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, listen, I, I wear biking shorts uh, every weekend uh, and several times a week, and I can't wait to take those things off. Now, when I'm in the middle of it and, and I'm cycling or, or whatever, it's it's fine. But once it's all said and done, those things are so tight that I just you know I can't I mean, wait though? to take like them off. Like, if I'm wearing, like, like a, like a, um, a, a winter clothes or whatever, and I'm wearing, a, like, a vest or, yeah. or even, like, a tuxedo, and I'm wearing a, 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 a vest and a, a cummerbund and stuff like that, I'm fine. But that's not as tight as, a like, a bra would be on yeah. someone who is well-endowed. Right. Let me go over next to Kim because she's used her breasts uh, for um, uh, smuggling purposes. Hi, uh-huh. uh, Kim, you're on the air. Good morning. Hey, Preston, it's Kim Graff. How are you? Wait a minute. Singing uh, Telegram Kim. Oh, my God. How you doing, Kim? Hi, I'm great. How are you? Wonderful. How's motherhood treating you? I love it. She's awesome. Nice. So cool. All right, so what do you want to share about your boobs? So, um, I once snuck into a fish concert at Madison Square Garden on New Year's Eve. And, well, I didn't sneak into the concert, but I snuck in a bottle of champagne in between my boobs. A full bottle of champagne? Yes, I turned it upside down, and the neck was up in between the cleavage, and then I did uh, tape it. I had electrical tape just so it wouldn't, like, move too much. But, yeah, I did that, and also my sister. So two of us got a bottle in, and then at midnight, we obviously whipped it out, and we're just, like, spraying it all over the place. Dude, that's amazing. That's amazing. (laughs) A couple of things here. Number one, I didn't know that you were a big fish fan, and we're looking at pictures right now of uh, you and your baby in a a John Fishman onesie. Uh, but and and don't take this the wrong way, but I never saw you as like overly well endowed. I mean, you definitely have you've got boobs, but then you know a how to use them. Champagne. I made it work. Would you have well, a um like a, a a scarf on or something like that? That kind of because that protrudes uh, quite a bit. Well, I was definitely well. The neck was at the top. Yeah. So right. So That's the, the way I do it. Was at the bottom, and I was wearing like a loose fitting shirt. So it wasn't like skin tight. Well, that's ingenious. Know? That's ingenious. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And where did you put the cheese platter? <laughs> oh, you know, I don't even want to say. I'm not <laughs> right. Sure. Understood. Uh, Excellent. All right. Well, great to hear from you, Kim. Yeah. Uh, miss you guys. Miss you Talk too. Later. We'll see Bye. you soon. Bye bye. By the way, she's the one who sang the Harry Ballsack song. Yes. Oh, does a beautiful uh, job. Yeah. Casey's uh, the the, uh, the jingle that I had requested. <laughs> uh, let me see here. Oh, we're we gonna play a little of bit of just did. a little bit of it. This is not her at the beginning, because that's uh, it's yeah. her husband who sings at the beginning. Harry Ballsack, Harry, Harry Ballsack. Harry Ballsack, Harry, Harry Ballsack. She's good. Harry Ballsack, Harry, Harry Ballsack. Hey, you s***er, Harry Ballsack, s***er, Harry Ballsack, Casey boy. Okay. Her voice is so good. There may be hope for what, with Amanda Preston, what Marissa was asking about. Let's do that. Let's go to Amanda. Amanda, you're on the air. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, Amanda. What's up? So, um, Marissa asked about the underwire, and I find mine pop out all the time. I have a 46-H breast. Jeez, wow. (laughs) It's not pleasant. Um, I find that if I pop them back in and I put a little tape there and, like, super glue some tape there, it sticks for a while. It's not a permanent fix, but it does help. So sort of a a kind of hack that you would normally assume, but is there any way to reclaim it? And refurb it, basically, I think was Marissa's hope. Um, Probably not permanently. Uh, maybe if you Mod Podge some felt on it, 
So, so well, let me ask I'm you. I'm looking at some other hacks here, Steve. Yeah. There's a bunch of people that are calling in with these. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. So maybe there are other other options. I wonder if something like at that at that size, Amanda, with that much wire, do you ever set off security at like the airport? No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> I've never set off security. And the first time I went That's a lot of wire. Yeah. Concern. Yeah. <laughs> you could probably pull it out and fashion it into a puncture uh, yeah. weapon of some type. Um. Yeah, I've done some crazy things. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Amanda. Awful uh, lot, though. L- right. Let me go to some other hacks. Thank you for your call. I'm going to go to Danny next. Uh, Danny, you're on the air. Good morning. Gadzooks. Gadzooks. Is this former intern, Danny? No, I wish. Okay. All right, she messaged one. me met- yesterday, by the way. <laughs> All right, so what's uh, what's your, uh, your hack for fixing the uh, wire? So if she takes moleskin and puts it, pushes the wire back in and puts that over top, the hell is moleskin? You have to skin a mole. Oh, okay. If there's like a wound, you can put it on top of the wound and it'll help help uh, heal it. Uh, like if you have a blister. Okay. All right, so this is something sold as moleskin, and you say you if you put it over the wire, it'll help the bra last longer, but you can. In other words, you can't reset the wire and, and no, fix No, everything, all these quick fixes, the wire's going to pop out again okay. eventually. It's just time for a new bra. This, in all this time, you think they would have worked out Thanks. something better than an actual wire, like a like a like a, a stiffer monofilament or something, right? I yeah, mean, they so- are they definitely are more com- comfortable than they used to be. Like, the, I guess it's a little more padded down there, at least. Right, and, and I or a different alloy or something that's softer. A space age polymer. Right. And the wire popping out, I haven't had happen in a while, so I think that there have been some advancements. I mean, it still does happen, obviously, to some people, but mm-hmm. it's, it's like the bra version of Cyclops, Preston, when his glasses come off the wire, just swings. <laughs> <laughs> Cutting through um, the wall. I have some other calls to go to. Question, Casey, is our interview expected at 9? 9 o'clock. I, okay, because so. he's late, I was like, well, maybe I messed this up. No, it's uh, it's supposed to be 9. Okay, All right. well, we'll keep going. We'll get some other calls because uh, Kate has a uh, a hack for fixing the underwire. On All the right. Bra. Hi, Kate. Good morning. Hi. Hey, what's up, Kate? Well, I have a problem, too, because um, I wear a 42F. And I tend to have the wire poke out on the side, and it is a permanent fix. It's called felting. Um, she can take it to like a tailor, and um, you said it was felching. I thought she said, said felching oh, too. Wow. Oh my god! Okay, so yeah, you have somebody it, fart in your mouth, and then what? <laughs> no, what, what is the process called, uh, Kate? Well, felting. It's very simple. It's just um, they cut some felt and they go inside the bra, and on you know the, the point where the the wire sticking out, it sort of they kind of sew over it and kind of cap it, so they kind of cover it. Um, with this felt, and then they kind of like sew up the side, sew over the top, All and right. then sew down the side again. So at that but, point, maybe it, at that point you've you've sunk so much work into it, it's probably more uh, more the I know just like, get a new just bra. get a new bra. Yeah, yeah. unless you're spending one hundred and ninety nine dollars. We saw yesterday on yeah. that intimacy or or uh, yeah. uh, uh, intimacy. Bare, bare yeah. essentials is what it was. Uh, yeah, that was uh, hundred bucks a boob. Hundred. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Well, there's a there's a bra. There's, I buy my bras from a place called Rigby and Pillar that that um, are for fuller figure women, mm-hmm. and their bras are all of them are over a hundred and some dollars. Jeez. So it is an it is an investment, but they they do um, they they can figure out the right size for you, and right. the bras are very comfortable. But no wonder and, you want to repair it if there's yeah. some issues. That's yeah. expensive. So yeah. yeah. All right. Listen. Kate, they do it. We got to run. We have an interview we got to go to, but thank you for your call. We appreciate it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, sure. All right, take care. Marissa, awesome. did you say one, one more thing? Just wanted to thank you guys for the tips. Um, and it's not like my bras are ratty. It's just because I throw them in the washing machine, which you're not supposed to do. Uh, Marissa! Uh-oh, you're Marissa! in trouble. Marissa! Angela, who's texting me. You're supposed to hand wash those? Yes. No, they're I'm, delicates. They're oh, delicates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They okay. are. Uh, you right. bring them down to the creek, right? All right, our guests, we got to go to. Yeah, uh, sorry about this. We're switching from uh, boobs to sharks. We cool with that? Same thing. All right, same they're thing. They're both predatory. <laughs> are they both predatory? Yes, absolutely. Oh, yeah. uh, our next guest is a naturalist. He is an award winning cinematographer. I'm sure he loves hearing this previous conversation <laughs> as we're segueing. And oh my God, I'm going on what show? <laughs> Uh, Shark Week on Discovery Channel and Discovery Plus is going on through Sunday. Please welcome Mr. Joe Romero to the show. This morning, Joe, good morning to you. Good morning. How are you? We're, we're doing great. So before we get into sharks, anything to say about bras or brassieres? Are you good on that? Uh, well, I was trying to catch all the information, but I don't think I gathered all of it. Oh, okay. Well, that's, it's all, it's all well when they do boob week on Discovery, <laughs> you'll be sad. I don't have enough facts. <laughs> hey, listen. You know, Shark Week is is such an event. Uh, it is it has grown exponentially over the years. I remember in its infantile stages, and yeah. then all of a sudden it started to become a thing, right? And then it becomes this really anticipated, um, you know, week of of special events that take place uh, on uh, Discovery Channel. How long have you uh, been involved with it, the with Discovery Channel and Shark Week, uh, Joe? I mean, every year, uh, like for a while there, I was just kind of like approaching a decade, and then every year I'm staying a decade. I think I'm like at twelve years now. I'm pretty sure. Okay, it, it's 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 an, it's an amazing thing. Years and years ago, uh, Joe, I remember my my father and I went to see. Well, this is before Jaws. Uh, I, I I read a book uh, called Shark: Unpredictable Killer of the Sea by a, a guy, uh, a, a former Navy officer named uh, Thomas Helm. And then uh, you know, just after that, there was a movie called Blue Water White Death. Um, about, uh, you know, great whites and, and I was, um, you know, off, off and running. And, and when you think of the, the level of technology behind those movies now and what you are experiencing, I'm sure you are in a technology overload with what you can bring to your art. Correct. Correct. It's, it's totally different than what it was in like blue water, white death days. I'm actually familiar with that film. Yeah, when Peter Gimble made that film. It was like they had like a few video cameras that were, you know, cinema cameras they could put inside of boxes. But nowadays, it's gotten so advanced that, I mean, a lot of the things that you can do now, or you can even revisit things that you just you were studying thirty years ago. You know, there's just so much more advancement in, advancements in all the photography and all the camera equipment. So to, to we that, we can now put cameras on sharks. You know, put cameras in places where sharks are at. We can. It, it it's come a long, long way since mm. the day. Like we got cinema cameras from, you know, Hollywood movies and stuff. Now they're all digital. They're not filmed anymore. And then you know, cameras are like the size of phones. It's so crazy. Put them almost anywhere. Your your work has to be incredibly laborious. I I dive from time to time when I go on vacation with my family, and it's just like once every couple of years or something like that. And just gathering the gear uh, to go on a leisurely dive is is pretty cumbersome. Um, it's got to take yeah. you guys a lot of time just getting set up to get to where you want to be, and then it's nature, and then you have to wait and right for the wait for those perfect conditions. So, what's the time spent like on what you do? Um, it actually kind of like, it depends on the project, but 
you do find yourself like going out into these locations carrying tons of equipment and you're out there for like, you know, a certain amount of time and you're trying to like find an animal that, you know, not always is, they, they're not on schedule, you know, they don't, they don't get paid from Discovery Channel, so they have to be, you know, they're there if they want to be and they're there if they don't want to be and there's times when they're not. And that's probably the scariest thing we encounter is like going all the way there, carrying all this stuff and then getting there. And it's like maybe they're just the actions, not as good as we were hoping, you know. Well, it's a fascinating thing. And it's just a a fascinating array of sharks. And I think, you know, Richard Dreyfuss sort of captures the enthusiasm of someone who does this, you know, for a living, at least on some level and and the level that you're doing at the research and, and, and so on and so forth. Uh, so I'll ask you the obvious question. What is your favorite shark? That's the hardest one yet. Yeah. You know, like, um, I'm pretty partial to the Mako shark, the fastest shark in the world. It's also, like, an endangered species now. So it's like we're really working hard to try to see if we can get protection laws passed on Mako sharks. I mean, they're 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 amazing. Their teeth are uh, you know, and 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 uh, and also, and you get this too, for, uh, you know, on, on your Instagram, and 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 also just in 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 any of the projects you're associated with, there is a healthy respect for these creatures. I know that they, you know, they they're they're the monsters that we love to fear in the ocean. But um, you've spent you know enough time around them, and there's loads of pictures of you with them. Um, you know, and, and, and basically, as it's been said a couple of times by people recently who even been attacked by sharks and, and thankfully survived, said, I think it was a, a, a little girl who has had an attack, said the shark was being a shark. Um, you know, so you, you, you have to have a respect and an admiration in a way for what these creatures are and what they bring to the ocean. Tremendous. Tremendously. Like, I, I mean... The animals live there. It's like it's their it's their area. They're much better in the water than we are. They can swim faster than us. They can like do everything better than us in the water. I mean, Jacques Rousseau used to say about seals. He was like, I envy them in the water, but I pity them on land. Right, and right. Kind of like that's what I feel about humans too. It's just kind of like they're not the same in the water as they are on land, you know. And that's and that's one of the things that we constantly have to deal with is like we're on life support we have to like have different sorts of skills you're operating a camera that's inside of a box you know it's yeah it's a lot of complicated things all going off at once joe what's on your bucket what's on your bucket list uh to get on on film uh and it doesn't necessarily have to be a species or just some some type of activity or anything that you really want to capture besides going and, and being on your show, right? Of course, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah. I Following know. up broad talk. Yeah. We suspected that was it, but <laughs> yeah. sec- let's say second after that. That was like right there on the top. So, I mean, after achieving <laughs> that, I'm sure, you know. Like, You're good to go. Uh, well, you, you you mentioned mutants, you know, and, and, and the mutations and so forth. So Ninja Sharks, Mutants Rising. I've seen a couple of episodes, and I, I love Discovery, Discovery Plus, by the way, which I resisted getting, and I, I finally got it. It's, it's just a, a world of incredible entertainment. But there there are a couple of specials lately that have focused on the the adaptability of sharks and and different skills that they developed you know the ninja shark thing can you explain that a little bit yeah ninja sharks is on on friday on shark week and that is uh like a story set amongst the yeah i mean there are 500 species over 500 species of shark and each one of these sharks has developed an own like its own skill to be the best hunter 
at that particular niche. Right. And it's like looking at all these sharks and looking at all these different evolutions that these animals have been able to get the adaptations throughout the years and just celebrating which ones are the most unique ones out of them. And, I mean, we look at some really, really cool sharks trying to, like, show what, like, abilities they have and these sort of ninja abilities or superhero abilities. And, it, and it's, it's really cool, actually, because you don't really, like, look at sharks like that. I think a lot of people look at great whites and, you know, certain species of sharks like that, and they go, okay, these are just sharks. Right. But there's so much of a variety of sharks. There's, like, little tiny sharks, deep water sharks, large Baby sharks. sharks. Filter <laughs> sharks. Right. So many. Right, right, yeah. right. No, it, it is an amazing thing. And, and you guys, and you in particular, just do incredible work capturing it in, in ways we have never seen. And this, this, this iteration of Shark Week is, um, you know, is just poised to be the best because the stuff is amazing. And as we said earlier in the conversation, the technology these days yeah. lends itself to things you've never seen. Yep. Yeah, this year is not one to miss. Right. I mean, it's it definitely geared up. takes all year to, like, shoot this stuff. And it's, it's yeah, this, we, this year is better than all of them. Excellent. Happy to hear. All right, thanks, Joe. We appreciate you checking in. Shark Week, Discovery Channel, Discovery Plus through Sunday. Thanks for being on, Joe Romero. We appreciate it. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, Preston. You got it. Take care, my man. All right, there you go. I can't even imagine being down in the water with them. I've done the... Swim with the sharks at the uh, aquarium, at the Adventure right. Aquarium. It's pretty cool. I've done, I think we did it like three times. So my wife has been in the water with sharks, in, in, you know, in a, in a dist, at a distance where she could see, you know, them uh, like reef sharks. Yeah, I was up close right, with a right. white tip reef shark. Right, reef yeah, shark. I yeah. mean, like six feet from right, them. Right, yeah. But like the biggies. Right, you know, like a like, tiger guys. shark. Like, yeah. a, like Like the bull shark, which is... Of all of the sharks, the deadliest. They rank the bull shark because of its aggressive nature. In fact, the shark that that swam up Lake Matawan, you know, Lake the Matawan Creek, I should say, in New Jersey, the whole um, spark of the Jaws story that they believe was a bull shark that killed three or four people. The one I like to see in the wild is the one that was recently uh, in New Jersey is a thresher shark. With these super long tails. super long tail. They just look so cool. They are cool. Uh, and, and the I mako th- shark, like he was mentioning, for sport fishermen, and this is something that he was, uh, uh, Joe was addressing, is that they're, they're getting depleted because they are an attractive sport fish for a lot of these fishermen. But they will leap. They're, I mean, they take incredible jumps out of the water. Oh. They're very fast. But I, I love about that thresher is they will they will actually use that tail to knock out fish yeah. that oh. they're going after. Well, they'll whap, and they'll hit them with it, and then they'll go get them. Uh, uh, actually, um, uh, Richard Dreyfus in Jaws talks about when he, he yeah he shows his the scars yeah, 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 yeah from the thresher. Yeah. 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 Weren't we just talking about Afrin addictions a little? Early? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. He, he was sniffing he was quite snorting a bit. coke. Yeah, uh, no, no. But I think it was Afrin. By the way, Eric Simon sent me an email. Uh, the shark shirt, the President Steve shirt, is now available in the Rock Shop. Ooh. It was the one that we uh, had at the Blood Drive for people who were donating this year. So you can now get it on the Rock Shop at WMMR.com. And uh, it, it fits in perfectly with this topic. Yep. It says the Shark Week PS Unisex T-shirt. So you can now order that if you like. All right. We should take a break. Come back in just a moment or two. Make sure you stay close. Don't forget we got a Letter Day Word of the Week prize uh, that will get you closer to winning because we give that away tomorrow. We'll be back in just a moment. WMMR, we enjoy devilish dichotomies, cunning linguistics, and the purveyance of the pun. And this weekend, we're applying our admiration of this whimsical wordplay to our double shots with a super segue weekend. Two titles that twist together terrifically, like... Oh, sweet child. 
friend. Think of them as musical dad jokes from the station that Shakespeare himself would have been proud not being a part of. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Uh, real quick, I got a shout out and a butt plug. If you guys don't wow. mind, right, here's a back. Uh, shout out. And uh, Nick gave me this one. It says, uh, "Hey, knows a little last minute, but my mom Elena." Her birthday is Thursday. She streams the show hmm. uh, when she can't listen live, so I'm hoping that she will get it. She used to see you and the rest of the show at the Gennardi's in Audubon oh, Wow! when you came in to shop. Wow, Gennardi's has been going for a long time. It has, right? yeah, and then she moved over to Wegmans, and then she's at another Wegmans, but she's the sweetest lady. Uh, I, I love seeing her. She's always got a smile on her face, and uh, she often comes to the blood drives, and so uh, I'm, I'm happy to pass this along to you, bro. Is that Gennardi's uh, right off of 422 be- uh, in front of the Audubon? on court apartments by any chance it's the it, it, well it's not there anymore it, it became a giant and then uh, steve you went shooting over that way where the rod and gun club oh yeah is. yeah, yeah. oh, oh yeah it's yeah, very cool right yeah, off yeah. of um egypt road egypt right road. Yep, yeah, yeah. egypt road and paulings but yeah so in case you, the Gennardi's itself closed years ago okay uh so that is this is from brian flanagan so here's a shard out to his mom elena happy birthday to you Malena. and then uh butt plug this is uh the Marissa handed me this. says, the family of Evan Fritz, head brewer at Maniac Brewing Company, uh, experienced a traumatic incident. His wife, Tamika Fritz, was in a near-fatal car accident. Oh, my God. Back in May, she, Evan, and their two young boys have had a pretty rough time recently. Uh, The Barely Legal Home Brewers Club is hosting a fundraiser at Cross Keys Brewing uh, this Sunday. Tickets are $20 at the door. All the funds raised. Will help the Fritz family with medical costs and household expenses. So that's from two to seven p.m. this Sunday at uh, Cross Keys Brewing Company in Williamstown. So that is the uh, the plug there, and we, we wish you guys all the best, and uh, hopefully you can uh, raise a good amount of money to help out. Yes, that yeah. sounds terrible. Yep, and always check the. Uh, now that we're oh. uh, things are opening up, you can check the. Um, uh, uh, community page at PrestonSteve.com for events like that. And a lot of times they're a good time. They're inexpensive. Lots of uh, food and booze and uh, and you're helping people out. It's a wonderful thing. There was a, food. Uh, there was a house fire. Oh. I wanted to mention this because... Uh, yes, we, Nick. Yeah, I we, got the same email. It was... I think the longest email I've ever received. Yeah, and uh, so I replied and uh, asked them to shorten it a little bit. But, uh, but the base, basic story is this family lost everything in a fire. They're fine. Everybody's okay. They're really grateful for the everybody that came to help. But there's a, an event to help out this family. It's at Heavy Real Brewing. It's uh, 1520 Boulevard in Seaside Heights, New Jersey. This is tomorrow. So there's right. a happy hour. And uh, all the information is on the community page of PrestonSteve.com. There's GoFundMe. But it's to help the uh, the Kennedy family. Their home was uh, devastated in this house fire. And so uh, they were able to get out. Yeah. Everybody's safe, which is good news. But the home itself was destroyed. A tree <laughs> fell on power lines yeah. outside oh, my the house. God. And they... I th- were they like stuck inside or something? Well, or the, something the, happened. The baby woke up in the middle right, of the night, right. and so the, wow. the baby monitor went off, and the mom was alerted to to uh, literally go in. And, and while she was awake, this tree fell, and so there was a whole series of events. But the good news was that everybody was okay because of waking up in the middle of the night, and, and they were able to get <sighs> you'll out. T- you know, in the broad scheme of things, totally. you'll take it, right? And that's what their yeah. attitude is yep. and was. But they still lost uh, so much. So this right. this beef and beer, I'm sorry, this GoFundMe and this happy hour is going to uh, to help out with that. So that's heavy real brewing. It's tomorrow, 1520 Boulevard in um, Seaside Heights. Okay, cool. Uh, all right, just thought I'd throw those out there real quick. Uh, I saw this article. It was an interesting in, uh, one uh, in an issue that I have regularly. And uh, I think I got this on BuzzFeed, but it was a, um, a way to cope 
with forgetting people's names. Okay. Okay. So you and guys you, now you've mastered it, right? You know me. I'm I'm, yes. the, I'm the I'm the best no, at forgetting people's uh, names. I'm I'm not that good either. Um, and in fact, I recently met a group of people uh, on the beach, and uh, they're mm-hmm. in the community that I am now in. And uh, came over and said hello to them, and I it was about I don't know eight or nine people. Yeah. And I flat out said, I'm like, okay, everybody's here. I can say this now. I will not remember your names. I said I will. It's going to take me a while. Eventually, yeah. I will be able to, but I will not remember. Now, what I didn't tell them is, I'm like, I won't remember your faces either. <laughs> but, uh, and I'm going to bad talk you to other people. That's going to take yeah. me some time too. But I was flat out. I well, want everybody to hear this. I will forget who you are. It's going to take me a while, so just please be patient with me. I, like I said, I won't forget you. Yeah. I might forget your name. So uh, yeah, and that's that's a um, and that's an honor. Did you feel a little bit of the onus oh, lifted off of you? Very much. So. Yes. Yeah. Very much so. Do you remember anybody's name? Yeah, I remember Bob. Hey, yeah, there that's you go. It. Bob was the guy who came over and introduced himself to right. me. Uh, and I remember what he looks like, but uh, Bob from Brinker's uh, Simpson. He is, uh, of course, Casey knows them yeah, all yeah, yeah. By, well, by their name and, and and what they do for a living their and families. what their blood types are. Yeah, all that stuff. Well, no, no, <laughs> yeah. Jesus, but, Casey knows everybody. Yeah. He knows no, everybody. Well, I, I lived on the street for a hot minute. Uh, yeah. Bob and Brinker Simpson. The only reason I remember him is well, not the only reason, but they donated to the Camp Out for Hunger in a big way. So, yeah. well, that's excellent. That's very cool. So I saw this article and they had people uh, chime in on. Uh, moments when they've forgotten people's names or right. ways that they help to remember people's names. Mnemonic and, tricks. Yeah, stuff like that. So uh, let me give you some ideas uh, here. And some of them are obvious. You've heard of this. So this one says, hey, my husband was talking to a casual acquaintance whose name he couldn't remember. So he said, I'm sorry, I forgot your name. And the guy told him his name. And she said, I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> <laughs> I do that all the time. Do you flat? Yeah, Casey's I, pretty honest. I, with that I've stuff. done. I've done it. Uh, um, I feel I'm embarrassed. Sorry, I forgot your name. I feel so embarrassed when yeah. I say it, but I will say, uh, yeah. Um, I'm so listen, disinterested. I forgot your name. Right. You're, you mean yeah. nothing to me. I'm sorry. So this I've is so annoying. Who you This are. exchange right now that I'm actively <laughs> looking to forget your name and you. Could you help me out? No. It, it's. Um, I think that's. We all forget people's names now and then, so I think that's fine to say that. Yeah, and I'm sorry, I keep nodding off during our conversation, <laughs> and because so of that, I've forgotten your name. I don't know why it is so embarrassing when you do forget somebody's name, or if you call somebody by the wrong name. I don't know why that's so embarrassing, because we all do it. Let me tell you something, though. It is It is such, people are so, ex- it is such a kind thing to remember someone's name, and so, like, I'm very good with faces. I will remember people, and I will see, oh, you were at, and I may not, I'm, it's possible I won't remember the name more often than not, but yeah. I remember you, oh, I, we were at the, uh, this together. Yeah. At that, at least I'm good with that. You know what? I remember I met Gina and Christina last night in the L.A. Fitness parking lot. I was there uh, delivering a, uh, a team jersey. Right. I met them twice. I'm going to give them two shout-outs because uh, they're huge fans of the show, and I, and I remember their names. Now... On the other hand, something happened to me on Saturday night, Preston, where I was at... uh, Woke up with a strange woman. No, no. So two people were... I was at my cousin's house, and two people were coming. One guy was a huge fan of the show. His name is Jeff. Okay. So Jeff was with Ryan. Now, here, hang on. So I have met Ryan many times. Right. Okay. They both pull up to the house... And I introduced myself to Ryan as if we've never met before, uh-huh. thinking that that was Jeff. Okay. And Je- and Ryan goes, dude, it's Ryan, man. And I and I was so embarrassed because I was supposed to remember this guy, and I was intru- and I. So how, I how did you handle that? 
I was like, yeah, I know that. I was just kidding around. I played it off like right. I was just messing around, but like but he knew you weren't. I, I don't okay, know. So I had a similar thing. I was at a, I was at a neighborhood golf outing, <clears throat> and a guy came. O- I came over to the guy and I go, uh, you know, he said, I'm like, I'm Preston, by the way. And he goes, Yeah, he's. I'm your neighbor. You know, <laughs> oh my god, I've known you for so long. I know. It was and he was one of the next neighbor. He was one of the organizers of <laughs> yeah. the golf outing too. Uh-huh. And I go, I go. This is how I handle it. I was just like. Dude, I'm so sorry. I'm like, you know, at these events, I just turn, I get into this, hey, how you doing mode and introducing myself because I'm a personality. (laughs) Uh, And so, oh my God, you've made such a little impact on me. Oh, man. No, no. It's terrible, man. Well, it's like Pierre's running late disease, okay? I have the same thing with remembering people's names and sometimes faces, too. Also, remember this, though, now, you are in a larger pool of people as. For the past year plus, many people have been wearing masks and now are greeting oh. people and encountering people sans masks. And do- I've heard the countless mask. stories of people saying, oh, my God, that's you. The mask thing is great. It was such a great excuse yeah, for me. Yeah. I was just, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, you were wearing the mask. Mm-hmm. I didn't, you know. Use no. it now, even if they're not. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. You're wearing that hideous mask. <laughs> uh, no, this is my face. Oh, I'm so sorry. Here's one uh, person wrote. When I meet new people and they tell me their names, I always say, I promise to for your, I promise to forget your name at least three times. Yes. And so when I ask their name again, we both laugh and then they tell me. If I put it in my phone, I'll remember it. Like, if I type it out, see their name, okay. yeah. I will remember, okay, that's Megan. Right. But if, if I, you know, introduced and then, like, that's it from there, I'll need the, it'll be two or three more times before I remember. They say if you if you repeat something three times, you, you'll you commit it to memory. There was like been you, a lot of Zoom yeah. Yeah. Uh, conversations over the last year, and in a Zoom conversation, uh, you see the person's name right. displayed. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. That's really that helped help. me a lot because you know, I'll have a conversation with people that I've just quote unquote met over Zoom, and I'm like, I can't remember this person's name. But you look, it's like having a name tag. I know what I need to do. I need to start carrying around name tags Dude, with me in a sharpie. What what's be so hey, wrong how about you doing? It? And just jot down their name and slap it right on their shirt. <laughs> There's an actual shirt that has an that has yes. a, a built in name tag that you can just write, and, and that one part of the shirt you can erase. Why is that a social faux pas to have? To Listen, not, everybody should have name tags. Every, I like no, it. It's a sad thing that people don't want to admit that they've forgotten the name. It doesn't mean you've forgotten the no. person. It doesn't mean you've forgotten what they're about or the whole thing. It would actually help with communication. Yeah. We'd be mm. a better society, and Preston would remember you. Well, write write their names on your on your bra as you do that. <laughs> Marissa brought me a stack of name tags. There, there you go. go. So I can fill these out. I'll carry these around with yeah. me, and I'll just slap them Take on people. Us. And then they'll they'll write <laughs> you'll write Preston on it. Uh, let's see. This one says, uh, "Here's a tip. I always say, what's your name again?'" And when they say when they tell me, I go, "No, no, no. I meant your last name." Oh, I'll my uncle that, used yeah. to do that. Yeah, that's a good one. Well, that's yeah. cheating. Which he, no, he, I meant your confirmation name. No, he. So he worked. Um, you know, he he was in business, and yeah. he would meet a lot of people, and he was a higher up in the company, and so he always wanted to remember their name, right? And that was his trick, and it, you know, and he'd go, no, no, of course, Bob. Um, but what is your last name? And that's how he would get or around it for a while. When they give you their name, you say, no, that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's cheating, Nick. That's uh, that's adapting. I mean, no, but, it, but you're not. Uh, you have. I'm, I'm looking for more ways to remember people's names. This is a, an end around on on uh, once but, you've forgotten. I get it. I yeah, get what it is. Kind of hacks. It's yeah. a hatch. It's a hack. Yeah. It's a right. it's a lie. Is it, what it, it is, is also yeah. it is also the case of using your significant other when you're out at an event. This oh good oh. to see me. This is my wife Claire. Every time, right? right. And, and uh, yeah, that's a good one. And that's a good one. And that's that. Mm. You don't even really see the strings on that one. 
Um, here is, all right, so this speaks to, you know, like me running into my neighbor and introducing myself. This says, my friend was greeting guests at a funeral. One man took her hand and she asked, remind me how I know you. And after seeing the look on his face, she realized it was her ex-husband. Wow. Whoa. I, I don't know well, if that's she, true or not. Uh, no. You're at a very, you know, down point. All right, here's another one that says, I forgot a co-worker's name. So I asked him to remind me of his last name, which is less embarrassing. Right. And search the email database for his first name. That's kind of a cheat. Okay. You know? My name is President Nixon. <laughs> uh, let's see. This says, uh, my mom and I didn't know the name of one of our friends for like four years. We met him walking his dog, and his name never came up. And yes. then all of a sudden we realized that he had been to our house, and we didn't even know his first name. And that's just a story. It doesn't tell how they got how, uh, What's the longest you've gone with someone that you were in fairly consistent contact with where you never learn their name. It'd be somebody here, right? Like it's How somebody long we in, well, in sales. Yeah. Well, and then that's the point. That's the thing. Yeah. Is, is now it's too long and you can't say. I know. I forget your. I'm yeah. sorry. What's yeah. your name again? Because then yeah. they look at you like you're insane. Like the one time you told that girl, I've never seen you before in my life. And she said, Preston, we've worked together for eight years. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, you I was drunk. <laughs> but here's the thing now about our current yeah, working yeah. situation is they, they have since split up our sales department yeah. and our promotions department and they're in a different part of the building. It used to be walking from, you know, Bill's office or yeah. wherever. Right. We, we were regularly you going down the You would encounter them all the time. Encounter these people, having having conversations. Exactly. Well, asking we about had their our lives own, and so on. Own, and now I don't. We had our own sales department. Now yes. it's Now it's the, it's Collective. all the radio yeah. stations. Everybody. So yeah. we don't, yeah, no, sorry, we don't know. By that. the way, we're, we're looking at a replay now on the video here of Drunk Day when you guys <laughs> did name that coworker. <laughs> it was one of the, my favorite moments on the show yeah, ever. Yeah. Now awesome. I was I was on the, the the embarrassment hot seat, but watching this back, I can't tell you how many times I've rewatched it. I it was so damn funny. And you guys you killed me. You just nailed me. Well, the, the best part was at the end. We brought in someone we had just person, introduced yeah. to you. Yeah, and um, you couldn't remember. Of the all name. the people in this video, are how many of them still work here? Uh, not no, many. Not, no. <laughs> We're the yeah. That's a good yeah. question. Rodney's there. Rodney. But Rodney wasn't. Yeah. Rodney. Uh, he, yeah. he wasn't one of the ones. No, he Rodney wasn't one of the, nailed. There's ju- the douchebag sales guy. There's Jason. There's uh, Josh, who used to be in the IT department. They're right. all gone. Oh my god, that's right. You called him. Oh, that's douchebag. And by the way, douchebag sales guy. Rochelle was like, "Who was that guy?" He was like, "You know, I know, I know." And I'm like, "No, he like, he like left shortly after that. He was only here for like a month or two. Yeah, yeah. I wonder yeah. why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He came and went. Yeah, well, the guy called me a douchebag on the air. I could tell. There's yeah. Donnie Black. He's still around. Yeah, oh, Donnie. Donnie. We know. Did you yeah. know Donnie? Uh, yes. In that contest? Uh, well, Donnie and you, you would no, come in together in the morning, right? Yeah, no, and, I didn't. And you never learned his name. No, I didn't. You'll see the look on my face <laughs> yeah. when I go, what? Uh, but Donnie, I know very well. I see yes. him every morning here. Um, <laughs> hang on a second. Let me let me go to some calls. I'm going to go to, oh, James, I just hung up on you. Come on, James. James. James we know your name. Saying how to spell their name, and then you can look it up on, or, or using the excuse of, oh, yeah, I wanted to look you up on, on Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. yeah. All right, let me go to Scott. Hey, Scott, you're on the air. Good morning. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. What's up, bud? Hey, so um, when I'm out with my wife, I'm just like you, Preston. I like to not remember people's names. I know faces, but I can't remember names. We'll go out somewhere. We'll be out at the grocery store. I'll see someone. They'll go up and they'll, hey, and they'll be like, hi. And I'm like, oh, and it's a coworker or a friend or whatever. And I'm just like, hi, how you doing this and that? Well, when that used to happen, I'd walk, they'd walk away, and, and my wife would be like, so you can't even introduce me? I'm like, I don't remember their name. Yeah. yeah. So, so here's 
what she started doing to help me because she was getting pissed because I wasn't, you know, she's like, you can't introduce me. I stand there awkward, she says. So she started, you know, hi. She just reaches right and goes, hi, I'm. Oh, we lost you, Scott. But yeah, that's what Steve was saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the spouse introduces themselves. You can you can assist. You can go in for yeah. the assist. Yeah, yeah. and by the and way, it does make a difference. If you're listening to this right now, and somebody is is standing there with their wife, and yeah. they introduce their wife without introducing you first, that is your cue to say your name to right. that wife. Yes, right. And you yeah. can, and, and is, again, though, I agree with the general notion we started at the beginning with is to say, listen. I'm, I I feel terrible. I forgot your name. What's your name again? Yep. Let me that's to, fine. I'm going to go to Tyler. Hey, Tyler, good morning. Good morning. It. Good, good morning. morning it. What's up, Tyler? All right. So I'm an Army National Guard recruiter. So mm-hmm. I talk to hundreds of people a year. And, like, I remember a lot of faces, but I'm not great with names. So I just refrain from using names. Um, but the story that I actually wanted to tell was over the weekend, uh, my neighbors who have a one-year-old son who I've been to his birthday party, hung out with him many times. Um, we're across the street from each other. And as I was walking up with my kids, I'm like, Hey guys, say good morning to Noah. And you know, my kids are like, good morning, Noah. And all oh my, God. Stuff. my wife goes, oh God. um, his name's Eli. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, they're biblical names. Yeah. 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 This yeah, is Jebediah. This is Cain. I right book, wrong name. I, I didn't know yeah. what to do. Wow. Yeah. That sucks. Tyler. And listen, thank you for your call, by the way. Mm-hmm. The, your, your kids forget it. No yeah. way. Oh, Rochelle, Rochelle knows everybody, all the, the names and the kids. The kid, if I can, you'll be lucky if I remember your name. The kid's name, forget it. Yeah, man. forget you. it. I'm okay with kids' names, but if there's two, like I just know the names. I don't know who's who. Well, just pick one. Pick um, one name. Well, so um, I did forget a friend's kid's name once, and I was in the middle of a conversation with her, and I was like, oh. I know it starts with an H. Is it like Hunter or Hudson? <laughs> and I was like, oh, which one do I go with? And I said the wrong one. Oh. And it just got silent. Silent on the other end of the phone. And she wasn't like, she wasn't going to give it to me. Give or it to tell, and I was like. What's your um, kid's name? I, was, I mean, Hudson. Uh, by the Why way. so you tell me your child's name? <laughs> I don't know how teachers do it. Because Delaney they, cards. Because it's not just once the once the school year is over. Sometimes kids come back, right? And they remember who they are, and they've grown up. Listen to this one: it says my teacher, uh, my teacher name memory is location specific. So this person is a teacher. If they are in their seat, I know their name. Outside school, not a clue. Oh. A former student once said, "Hi, Miss So and So. Remember me? Um, can't remember your last, can't remember your name, but I remember exactly where you used to sit. sit yeah. I am, I'm location specific too. If I, if I associate yes, a, a, cer- a certain, where I see people in a certain place, yes. if I see them in a different environment, the grocery store, wherever yeah. it may be, yeah. I don't remember who And I've explained are. my way out of things saying, I'm, I, I'm not used to seeing you here. Right. Or if they wear like a uniform, yeah. you know, or some type of outfit. Or a name like a, tag. Uh, yeah. I didn't know right. you were in the Foreign Legion. <laughs> I don't, I'm sorry. I didn't recognize you without your name tag. <laughs> yeah. All right, hang on a second. Marissa's isolated the drunk day All right. when okay. we brought in Donnie Black. All right. And uh, so I'm drunk. They're bringing in uh, people who I should know that I've worked with for a length of time. 
and to see if I do that. And Mark Summers was our host. Mark Summers was the host. Yes. From uh, Double Day. Yeah. Here we go. Uh-huh. Co-worker number three, he has oh, no. worked with Greater Media for three years and has been oh. Marilyn Russell's producer at Ben <laughs> FM for two years. You walk into one Bala Plaza at about the same time every morning, and when he forgets his key card to the building, coincidentally, you are often the one there to let him in. Right. However, You're you right. never call him by his name. It's always, hey, what up, man? Or how's it going, bro? Or, hey, dude. So what's his name? Oh, my God. Mark Summers. You have... Have so pinpointed me. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, wow. Um, so his name is. Hold on. Wait. Wait. We've actually revealed it because he just got a promotion uh, like a, two months ago. Really? And then uh, the company in a wide email. There was a company wide email. Yeah. And we I discussed know. it maybe even on the air. <laughs> You actually called me by name about two weeks ago. Ooh, I know, man, and that's right when the email, email. came out. <laughs> and I, Ten I, seconds, uh, pray to God, great. no disrespect, but I do not remember your name. I apologize. What's your name? Donnie. Donnie! Donnie, Donnie is Marilyn Russell's Shake producer. Yeah. What kills me is that you let him in like every other day. I see him every goddamn day <laughs> at the same time. All right, you're one for three. Bad. We're going to move on to co-worker number oh, four. She has no. been in the <laughs> Oh, my God. That bit, that, that whole that segment is just... <laughs> It's laugh out loud funny. That's we sort of preyed oh. upon that as well when we 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 had for your birthday the um, the <laughs> a fake you know somebody from your your past here. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. When you did the uh, mystery guest, mystery yeah. guest. Yeah, yeah you were you were just worker. sweating was, bullets. It was nobody. Yeah, there was a guy working in the hallway. <laughs> nobody but every knew. question you asked, yes, yes, yes. The clue, yeah, the clue, yeah. He was. He a, is a drummer. A famous yeah. chef drummer. A- African American. Yeah. yeah, everything. Everything. Yeah. Every question I asked was a yes answer. You, you see him every day. It was great. Now. His name was Manny. I yeah. remember his name. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> really remember his name. That bit have, was great, wow. too. That part of your brain works. Uh, hang on a second. Let me go to one more call, and then uh, then we got to reveal something. I'm going to go to uh, Mike. Hey, Mike, good morning. Good morning, and how are you guys? Good morning, buddy. Uh, good. So it says here, number one, you're a bartender, and you have a, a way to remember people's names? Um no, actually, I don't oh. remember names for anything. Oh, okay. I remember what people drink. I remember their faces. I know what they like yes. profile-wise. But I have a few regulars that are very good friends of mine. And what I do is I just yell out albatross when it's a regular that I don't know their name. Oh. And then they introduce themselves oh. so I can hear the name. That's great. So when you have confidants, when you've got, you know, like your wife yeah. who is yeah. with you in, right. in a situation like that, then you can set up a system like that. So I yeah. like that, Mike. Albatross. What made you de- uh, decide to use the term albatross? Because no one will even pay attention when you yell out the word albatross. Okay, right. I right. got it. All right. <laughs> like, like they'll think it's some kind of conversation or something, not a thing that you have. Right. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Mike. Also, right, if you, you if you if you kind of if you make it sort of a, an unspoken rule that again, if I don't remember your name, it, it doesn't mean you. I I don't remember you, and even perhaps situations we've been in. But sometimes it's just we we do meet a lot of people. It's not an excuse, but uh, yeah, it, it and it's it's something I wish I could get better at. But All it's right. hard. Can I make this announcement, or do we have to break immediately? Oh, well, yeah, I'll, you can I'll make just, the announcement. Do it. I'll make it quick, and do we got to take a break. Yeah. The polls are closed by eight tenths of a percent. Roadhouse is victorious oh. over Point Blank. That's right. Mm-hmm. Wow, Pain so don't hurt. The Pain don't hurt. Pain. So, do but I think hurt. we have to agree. With it that close, 
It's pretty even yeah. split. It's, it's yeah. basically a tie. You can't lose on her. with either movies as far as being bad and great at the same time. Oh, yeah. But that's the closest race that, that we've ever had. I mean, it's amazing. For any poll, I believe. Yeah. 50.8% to 49.2%. Wow. Wow. A good up, day for the double deuce. Up next, Ghost and Dirty Dancing, right? Yeah. We may have to do that <laughs> Oh, and uh, Kathy's uh, porn picture. Oh, that too. <laughs> All right, listen, we got to take a break, so stay with us. We'll be back in just a moment. More to come. What's new? Glad you asked. Dropkick Murphys. Foo Fighters. Black Pumas. More of everything that rocks. I'm 93.3 WMMR. All right, uh, let's get to the B-File now. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. Brought to you by Dermatology Associates of Plymouth Meeting. Recruiting for a vitiligo study Mm. to test an investigational treatment. Adults 18 to 75 can register. Reimbursement may be available, and more information is available at PlymouthMeetingDermatology.com. Well, there's a time-honored saying that maintains there's a first time for everything, and a recent incident that unfolded in the Boundary Waters Canoe Area Wilderness, or the BWCA, that suggests it might be true. The Minnesota Department of Natural Resources reported that Conservation Officer Mary Manning recently took a report of an armed bear. An armed bear? Yes, (laughs) on the loose in the BWCA. A camper told Manning that the bear stole his... uh, feeling lucky, punk? Uh, The bear stole his backpack that had a handgun and several delicious-smelling snacks inside. Glock. uh, From a portage landing and ran off into the woods. And delicious-smelling snacks. Officer Manning and a colleague from the U.S. Forest Service responded to the portage, and after searching the area... You're going to need body bags. Uh, they were o- able to locate the shredded pack, a bunch of empty snack wrappers, <laughs> and the missing handgun. Uh, the bear remains on the loose. So the bear wasn't wielding it, it just had it in the bag. Yep. In a weekly report, the Minnesota DNR called the armed bear incident a first for both their agency and the U.S. Forest Service. So does the armed bear have the right to bear arms? Hey! hey! I... He does. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's a tale as old as time, but it never gets less funny. Video... Beauty of the Beast? Video released from the Detroit Police Department shows a carjacking foiled by the most wonderful of things... A manual transmission. Yes. Uh, three male <laughs> love sus- it. suspects disbanded on the vehicle in question. A blue 2006 Acura TSX after climbing in the suspect spent no more than 20 seconds in the vehicle before fleeing on foot. Apparently after realizing they couldn't drive the stick. <laughs> There's great footage. I've, I saw on one of the news channels for years ago and it was the, they, they had surveillance footage and the car's just going like two miles an hour and, and lurching and the guy's <laughs> on the gate and just ran. Uh, so, thankfully, it appears nobody was hurt. The owner presumably recovered their vehicle without major incident. Detroit police are currently seeking 
the three unidentified suspects in relation to the crime. To be honest, that's a, a great security measure yes. if you could do well, it. Well, listen to this. Yeah. According to a 2016 report, only 18% of Americans know how to drive a manual car. There you go. Uh, and it's likely why the same story has occurred many 18? times over. That's it? That's what yeah. it says, yeah. I'm surprised. They just, you know. They don't really make don't, them that much anymore. Yeah. No. no. I mean, no. even like Jeeps are hard to find in manual. And, and trucks, rental yeah. trucks, all those things that oh. used to be. I think, do, now, do school buses still have... I don't think I don't so. Think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. no kidding. Uh, police in Albuquerque, New Mexico, say Loyola Volpert was wearing a hospital gown on Saturday in a neighborhood near San Pedro when she reportedly removed the gown, tried breaking into locked vehicles, and then started destroying items in people's front yards. So you got a naked lady doing this. Uh, criminal complaints say that when the police got to the scene, she tried to run and started throwing items at the officers. Police caught up with her and... No. They arrested her when she allegedly kicked an officer. She was booked in charge of battery upon a police officer. Now, <laughs> another naked lady story. Crews rescued a naked woman who was wedged between two commercial buildings <laughs> in Santa Ana and on Tuesday. Like a super tight fit, right? Yeah. She's actually lucky to be alive, yeah. I think. The woman was stuck between two walls in an opening no more than a foot wide. They said actually about eight inches wide. <laughs> Officers were called to the area. Uh, uh, around 2 p.m. after workers at a nearby business heard the woman's cries for help um. and weren't sure where the sounds were coming from. Um. Uh, the officer eventually spotted the woman and rescuers were called to the scene. Um. Uh, she was trapped inside a space just eight inches wide. Like uh, firefighters couldn't get the, to the woman um. and she couldn't get out, prompting a plan to drill a hole into the wall nearby to insert a camera and see if it was possible to cut the wall um. open and get her out. It's unclear how she got trapped in there. In the first place. Now, they got the call at 2. It, was, it wasn't until about 4.30 yeah. that they were able to get the woman out it's after cutting a chunk of concrete out of the wall. Eight or nine inches? Yeah. Uh, it's unclear if the woman was hurt. Uh, paramedics plan to assess her, so that's pretty wild. <laughs> a Hong Kong Instagram star tragically plummeted to her death after she slipped while snapping a selfie of in a waterfall. Course. We were talking about this. The shocking incident occurred after Sophia Chung and her three friends embarked on a trip to Ha Pak Lai Park. On Saturday, the influencer had decided to take selfies at the edge of a waterfall at the park's Pineapple Mountain site, which is a locale popular with the hikers at sunset. And she apparently lost her footing and Jeez. fell and ended up in a pool below. Uh, Chung's horrified friends promptly called emergency services who quickly arrived and whisked the woman to the hospital where she was pronounced dead on arrival. That's horrible. For a selfie. One last story. A Taco Bell employee in Nashville, Tennessee, was arrested on Monday after she and her co-workers allegedly set off fireworks inside the restaurant, causing the building to catch fire as they watched from afar and accidentally locked themselves out. <laughs> well, there's a bunch of stupid things there. The incident took place on July 5th, but uh, by July 8th, the restaurant's manager discovered surveillance camera footage that showed his employees playing with fireworks inside the restaurant. If only they had a parking lot. The footage had not been released, but at one point is said to show employees placing an item into a trash can near the door using their cell phone cameras to record the trash can from the outside of the restaurant before realizing they locked themselves out. <laughs> and when they couldn't get back inside, the trash can started to smoke. They called 911 for help. Nashville Fire Department estimates the fire caused more than $30,000 worth of damage Jesus to Christ. the inside of the restaurant. And it's a shift leader. Uh, Courtney Mays was taken into custody Monday and charged with aggravated arson. So she's going to get in a lot of trouble for that one, yeah. 
And that is it. That's the last story I have in the Bizarre File That's for good. you. good. Let's take a break. Come back in a second. Very interesting story about the song Everlong uh, from Foo Fighters as uh, well as others. And uh, we have a lesson question chance for you to win some goodies. We'll be back in a moment. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see them too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, we're going to ask today's lesson question prize to be given away. Digital download of A Quiet Place Part 2. You saw that case. I did. Dug it? I did. Excellent. All right. We'll, uh, let's see. The question we're going to go with today. Uh, let's go with it. I like this. Okay. <laughs> What would the name of our Yes Tribute Band be? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that. What would the name of our Yes Tribute Band be? 215-263. It was way back when we were doing the birthdays this morning. It was uh, Trevor Horn's birthday today. So let's see if you heard that. And if you did and you know, you should call because you might win the prize. And we'll do the trash while you're calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you by Dermatology Associates of Plymouth Meeting. They're recruiting for a vitiligo study uh, to test an investigational treatment. Adults 18 to 75 can register. Reimbursement may be available. Uh, more information at PlymouthMeetingDermatology.com. What's up this morning, Steve? Well, Britney Spears scoring a legal victory after a judge ruled she can hire new lawyer Matthew Rosengart to represent her in a conservatorship. Britney says she has 100% confidence in Rosengart because... He has a cowboy hat. Oh. All serious lawyers <laughs> wear cowboy hats. <laughs> Lamar Odom says things could have turned ugly after he and Tristan Thompson began fighting online over steamy pictures of Khloe Kardashian. Odom says he was able to calm himself down by overdosing on cocaine and horny goat weed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it works for him. And finally, former model Georgina Chapman is now officially divorced from Harvey Weinstein. Chapman says that despite everything, she'll choose to remember the good times with Harvey, like when she got the news she was divorced from him. (laughs) (laughs) That's your Hollywood trash. All right, to the phones, we head for an answer to this question. What is our tribute, uh, the name of our Yes Tribute Band? 215-263-WMMR is the number, and we'll go to Ron. Hey, Ron. Hey. Hey. What's going on here? (laughs) There's nothing, There's nothing on, on here. here. All right, Ron, what would the name of our Yes Tribute Band be? Yes. 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 That is correct. Thank you for listening so long, Ron. You've been around all morning long. And since you got that right, we're going to give you a digital download of A Quiet Place 2 starring Emily Blunt. Where's that sound coming from? It's... I was so mad. <laughs> it's available now on digital with exclusive bonus content, including director... John Krasinski's deeper look into the world of A Quiet Place. And it's in stores on uh, 4K Ultra HD and Blu-ray July 27th. Rated There's nothing PG- on here. Rated PG-13 from Paramount Pictures. Do you have the What the F, which is my first when I... When oh, what yeah. the f- <laughs> Yes. Where's that f- sound coming from? There's nothing on here. <laughs> oh, it's uh, that's just... What the f*** is this? That's real... What the f*** is that? Anger. All right. <laughs> Music news, or you? Yeah, you know what? Look at how far you come. Though we're playing earlier clips of your broadcasting yeah, career. Yeah. Listen to that professional. What the f- is this? Yes. What professionalism? Yeah. 
And then you had me drunk on the air, not remembering Donnie's name. Yeah. But, but. Were you even that drunk at that <clears throat> point? Or mm, you were, I was pretty, yeah, yeah I was you pretty damn buzzed. You could hear his voice. Yeah, okay, yep. all right. Yep. Uh, speaking of drunk, can I bring this up? Um, Bert Kreischer is actually going to be at the Borgata this Saturday and Sunday. Seen the billboards, yeah. He wrapped his movie, by the he way. He wrapped his yes. movie, and so he was going to come on the show with us, but I... <laughs> I was like, dude, just sleep in, right? Yeah. Uh, and I and I I apologize for making that call, but mm. he he wasn't going to be. I'll able never to... forgive you. <laughs> I know. No, no there was going to be a chance that he was going to join us in the studio tomorrow, but he's not flying in until tomorrow. So I said, dude, just get your sleep. That's cool, you man. have a couple yeah. of uh, you know shows. He's got two shows at, on Saturday night, two shows on Sunday night. Tickets are going, but they're also. Like really, it's like thirty-eight bucks for a ticket. Or that whatever. is pretty but, amazing. Um, yeah, but, so but he's, we cool. Yeah, yeah, we cool. Uh, but yeah, so he's got four shows: Borgata, two on Saturday, two on Sunday night. The uh, Birdie Boy Relapse Tour. Yeah, I remember I'd seen those, and I meant to say something to you about it, and I was like, well, I wonder why we haven't booked Bert. But you know what, dude has done so much stuff for us. And, yeah, and yes, if, if that do, if anybody needs to rest a little bit, it would it's be him. him. We'll, yeah, we'll gladly support the show and remind yeah. people of it. Yeah, and yeah. that's the thing. He was coming back from... I, I thought I thought he was in Serbia this whole time. It was Iberia. It was Iberia? No, I don't uh, know. It was the Iberian <laughs> Peninsula. Uh, but either way, I was like, mm, just sleep in. We'll get the word out. We'll tell everybody yeah, to go right. buy tickets. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah, so do don't it. Don't miss Bert. And everybody here around here knows how great he is. So, All right, let's do music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. All right, we're going to start with this story. Uh, Foo Fighters have uh, reportedly called off uh, the Forum reopening show in Ve- or in uh, Los Angeles after somebody in their camp uh, contracted COVID-19. What? Uh, according to Variety, uh, the band was set to perform at the reopening of the Inglewood Arena on Saturday. Uh, and Foo Fighters said in a statement that a new date will be announced shortly. They said despite what? having... They said... What? They said, despite having made every effort to follow CDC COVID protocols and local laws, there's been a confirmed COVID-19 case within the Foo Fighters organization. What the, <laughs> what the <laughs> Out of an abundance of caution and concern for the safety of the band, crew, and most of the uh, most of all the fans, I thought, was, and most of the fans, <laughs> most of the fans, some of we were not too happy with. Uh, but Saturday's show at the L.A. Forum is being postponed to a later date. The new date will be announced shortly. Tickets uh, for the July 17th date will be honored for the new date. Uh, so this is a pretty cool story I never knew about. So the band Veruca Salt. Love Veruca Salt. Yes. So Louise Post, uh, one of the members of the band. So you had, uh, I think it was Nina, it was the lead singer, Louise sang some lead, but uh, Nina did most of it. And but Louise played guitar and, and did backup vocals, so a big, you know, huge part of the band. Right. Uh, I was giving some background on the song written about her by her ex Dave Grohl, on which she contributed backing vocals. And so she sings on uh... on Everlong. Ah. And I have Marissa pull the audio, but there's an interesting story about it. Uh, she shared an old YouTube clip that isolates her contributions, writing in part, I sang these backups over the phone at 2 a.m. after being woken, woken up from a deep sleep in Chicago by Dave, who was tracking the vocals uh, forever long in Los Angeles. And also, so this is what I always wondered. There's a part in, in the song where it breaks down, and it just goes to the guitar quietly going, ding, 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 yeah. ding, 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 ding. And you can hear kind of... <laughs> Right, right, yeah. Like that. 
So I'd always wondered, is that actually someone speaking? Is it some kind of a sound Where's effect? Where's that sound coming from because you can't yeah. tell exactly what they're saying in it so what about your new app your moises app well hang okay. on a second right. so she said the whispered section of the song was originally the dream i was having when the phone rang huh. and she explained that the whispered parts were a dream about us meaning her and dave he later removed it and replaced it with his own whispers one which was a love letter to me. Maybe I'll tell the full story eventually. I feel like when if I feel like it, she said. So I thought that was pretty cool. Well, now let's we, play it. We don't have that isolated whisper part because you can't tell what it is. But we do have her singing the backups, uh, and this was her doing it over the phone at two o'clock in the morning. So this is it. Here, do the high harmony. I've never noticed that there were even backup vocals on no, there. They're buried in the mix. Sometimes there's stuff buried in the mix that just adds a little something, a little enhancement. You can't quite hear it. Did you hear on the bass here? Sorry, did you hear? <laughs> it does add something to the song. Uh, so I never knew that. Uh, so she and Dave suffered a, a tough breakup huh. uh, when Dave allegedly cheated on her with Winona Ryder. I like Veruca Salt a lot. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was a pretty cool story. ACDC has its own officially licensed beers. Uh, the first in a new music branded beverage line created by Knucklebones and uh, Cali Craft Brewing Company. Why don't you give the fellows some beers? <laughs> ACDC Power Up Juicy IPA and ACDC TNT Double IPA will arrive at select retailers in California and Arizona later this summer. Hmm. Uh, tap Room release event will be held in the Bay Area. Uh, the weekend of July 23rd to the 25th. Cool cans, man. Cali Craft Headquarters Tap Room located in Walnut Creek, Pennsylvania. Yep. We're looking at the We're artwork on the cans. California, California. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Uh, so they're coming out with a beer. Uh, Metallica has just rolled out a pair of fan club-only shows in celebration of the band's 40th anniversary. The two concerts with completely different set lists will take place December 17th and 19th at San Francisco's Chase Center. In addition to the Metallica gigs, San Francisco will host a four-day Metallica anniversary celebration with comedy shows, live music events, and blackened, blackened whiskey tastings also planned, and that'll be Thursday, December 16th. If you're a Metallica fan, this is a good year to be a Metallica. There's so much content coming it's out of that unbelievable. Camp. Yeah, I mean, like, the, the box set that they're putting out is just enormous. Uh, the rabbit traps. According to Rolling Stone, uh, tickets for the concerts will only be available to worldwide fans in the band's fifth member fan club, uh, who will enter to win a reservation code that will guarantee them the opportunity to purchase tickets for either one of the both or, or both of the shows. Uh, travel packages that include both tickets and hotel accommodations will also be available at MetallicaTravel.com. Tom DeLong says that he and Travis Barker have talked about releasing another song from their side project, Boxcar Racer. Blink-182 past and present members recorded it around 20 years ago. Wow. 20 years ago. And only released one album. Uh, now, with the 20th anniversary of the release, DeLong was asked about it in a recent interview. He said that they've discussed releasing one leftover song from those sessions, but have never gotten around to it. Uh, they both recently shared their support for Blink-182 bandmate Mark Hoppus after he announced that he was undergoing chemotherapy. For cancer, of course. And then one last sad note uh, to end on music news. Cinderella guitarist Jeff LaBar, I'm sorry, died 
July 14th, he was 58 oh. years old. Yeah, That's a bummer. Uh, the news was broken by his son, Sebastian Labar, uh, who, Labar, I keep saying that wrong and correctly, sorry, uh, Labar, who had posted on social media, so I just got the call, Jeff Labar, my father, my hero, my idol, passed away today. I'm currently at a loss for words. I love you, Pop. Uh, no cause of death was announced. Uh, we have a little piece of audio of him uh, playing guitar. <laughs> You got till it's gone. On the uh, band's album uh, albums, Night Songs, Long Cold Winter, Heartbreak Station, still climbing, and not only featured on this song, but Nobody's Fool and uh, Coming Home. You know some of their biggest hits. So we have uh, a clip of Nobody's Fool if you want. Yeah, to that yeah, is right uh, sad news. Sure, this is uh, Nobody's Fool. And right before they do this solo, they they do the uh, they did an interesting thing about throwing the guitar around. Right. So a lot of guy, a lot of people like um, Steve Vai would chuck the guitar forward. Okay? Yeah. So Cinderella with the, the, and and Jeff Labar, one of the first people I ever saw, where they actually grabbed the head of the guitar and push it backwards, flip it around, flip it around that way. Okay. Instead of throwing it around forward from the from the butt of the guitar up, uh, it was really cool in the video for this song. Gotta believe he was featured on Pat's Chili Dogs, right? Pat's Chili Dogs. Yeah, I don't know if there was. I don't remember. I think it's too short. It was a commercial, so it was only like thirty seconds long. So I don't think enough time for a an actual guitar solo in that particular. Not a guitar solo, but there is guitar in it, right? Guitar. Uh, there is guitar. Did you see him flip that around? Yeah, it's very that cool. So cool. Man. What was the band where the the lead guitarist would squat down on the neck of the guitar until it came out his mouth? What band is that? I don't remember. Okay. Uh, oh, uh, Phoebe Snow. Oh, it yeah. was Phoebe Snow? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I thought it was Bow Wow Wow. <laughs> uh, here is, uh, here we go. Let's go! Let's go! Ma'am, one of my favorite, well, there's been so many favorite moments <laughs> at the Cardboard Classic, but yeah. one, of those, one of the sleds came down, I don't remember if it was a Cinderella tribute, Sled, but they had Jackie Bam Bam play the Pets Chili Dogs jingle when they came down. It was so great. I love this commercial too. The the band out in front of Pats Chili Dogs, and they were big at the time. By the way, uh, the Chili Dogs look good. Yeah, Yeah. you think they got maybe paid in Chili Dogs? Probably. (laughs) I don't know, but they were Pats Chili Dogs. Was I mean. Less than a quarter of a mile away from the last stand, so wow. I guess the last stand put them out of business. Now, here is another fun fact about Pat's Chili Dogs that also is part uh, of a rock opera. It corresponds to something we were talking about earlier this week. Preston, you had asked if we had ever had a Jack in the Box in this area, and in, as a matter of fact, we did. Shut up. It was at that location. No, no kidding. Way. So, Case, yeah. when, I, when they cut to the sign, so I'm looking at the outside. Did it become Pat's Chili Dogs after it was a Jack in the Box? Yeah, so because the building looks like a Jack in the Box design. Yeah, so, it was okay. a Jack in the Box, you know. 
before my time. I was born in 75, and it was probably a, a jack-in-the-box around 76, 77. So too early for me to remember it. But I remember okay. the Patch Chili Dog. By the way, jack-in-the-box is one of the first drive throughs that I remember. Okay. So that, was, that was one of their big things, too, Press. You remember it? And they were like, I think they had like a super late menu. Like you could go at... Two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah. They were yeah. one of the first to do that. And like late. all great food locations, uh, it is now a We Buy Gold uh, place. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. right. We Buy Gold! <laughs> Euro Gold! Well, sad news about uh, Cinderella guitarist Jeff Labar. That sucks. Uh, 58 years old. Yep, too, uh, too soon for sure. That's it, Music News. We have another break to take. We're doing it now. We'll come back in a moment and wrap the whole thing up for the day. Stay with us. Join the MM Army and Steve Morrison at Acme Markets on Bethlehem Pike in Flowertown this Friday from noon to 2. Win cool prizes and find out more about Big Brothers, Big Sisters, Independence, and how you can make a difference in a child's life. By the way, if you didn't know, Roadhouse beat out Point Break in our poll. Within the margin of error. Oh, well within the margin of error. It was was an even split. It won by like... yes. I don't know, three tenths of a percent. Honestly, yeah. So I think we have. I think we just have a hard time uh, choosing our favorite. Uh, I I now. saw Roadhouse actually give a deep hug to Point Break. Okay, Aww. good. And yeah. I mean, they 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 get it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, thank you for voting. That was that was actually fun. It was amazing. I didn't know it was going to turn out that way. That was that was what you really call a nail biter. That one was insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you to uh, award-winning cinematographer, Mr. Joe Romero, who's on the show this morning. Shark Week on Discovery Channel uh, is happening, and it goes through Saturday. Well, Sunday's the, the last uh, program. Sunday's the last program? Yeah. Okay. So they, they so uh, Ninja Sharks, one that he's uh, promoting, is on Friday and Saturday. You'll be I, able to see that. I saw clips of, of one of the shows, press, and they actually put a camera inside a shark's mouth. Wow. Facing forward. Wow. I mean, that's really? Oh, really? Cra- yes. Pretty crazy. Okay. Uh, Pierre Robert is here. How you doing, man? Excellent. Wonderful, sir. You like sharks? <laughs> um, yeah, I have several. Okay. Oh. I, uh, yeah. I have Jimmy and Tommy and Linda and... Do they um, have lasers on their heads? No. Oh. No, but they, they all swim around in the fancy, uh, uh, you know... The cement pond. Pool. <laughs> you should convert <laughs> your fancy pool. fancy thinking yeah. pool. Yeah. <laughs> You should convert your pool into a uh, into an aquarium for yeah. sharks. Yeah, I think it's a fine idea. You don't swim in it anymore. Well, I uh, I put my toe in. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a Thunderball, it'd be great, like a James Bond villain. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. sharks. Yes, yes. Drago. Yeah, that, yeah, it would be excellent. Nice. Well, I'm going to do that. Here to give you some ideas. <laughs> Thank you. All right, no problem. You kids are helpful. Well, we try. And uh, uh, you do a fine show, too. Uh, Thanks, man. Yeah. We're working on it. Well, keep working. You've got some ways to go. <laughs> we'll do it. Um, but uh, you're you're really getting there. Thanks, man. All right. All right. Can we get a letter out of you? A-plus today, though. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter... E as in early. All right. And tomorrow, we get our final letter, and we give away the prize. $500, courtesy of Sony Pictures. Escape Room Tournament of Champions, plus a 10-person private escape room at each of the four rooms cool. at Bates Escape Rooms in Westchester. Yeah. And also Fandango gift cards for all of you to see the film. Uh, it's an $1,850 total prize value. Pretty sweet deal. And it's from Sony Pictures Escape Room Tournament of Champions exclusively in movie theaters tomorrow. So we will do it then. 
Uh, what's happening today, man? We're going to get into workforce blocks of Metallica, uh, Rush, which should please you. Oh, ah. very much so. And yesterday was Bastille Day, and we ah. did not have it on vinyl, so we will play it. Um, in the block of Rush. Excellent. Uh, because yesterday was Bastille Day. The guillotine shall claim her bloody prize. Wow. Nice. Well spoken. Thank you, sir. Thank sure. you, sir. And uh, in honor of Jeff Labar, we will do a workforce block of Cinderella as well. Uh, that was a sad loss. Um, yeah. And unexpected. Did not see that one coming. But uh, 58. Not, not. It's just too young. Right. Way too right. young. Obviously, yeah. you don't want anybody to, you know, but I mean, if somebody gets a good run and they're in their 90s, okay. 58, right. no. Yeah. It doesn't uh, make a lot of sense. And we'll have tickets for uh, night number two of the Hooters at the Keswick Theater, which goes on sale tomorrow. Uh, the, the annual shows are back, and they are October 22nd and 23rd. On sale tomorrow, I've got a pair of Saturday night tickets to give away. Okay. So it'll be fun. Rip-roaring program. Roaring and rip. With the <laughs> Pierre Robert experience. I want to thank our sponsors, Preston and Steve Show, brought to you today by Duncan, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. Also brought to you by Acme. they got everything you need to prep for this summer season. Acme, fresh foods, local flavors. And by Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram City. They are kicking off summer by giving you more money for your trade. So hurry in. Uh, tomorrow on the program, uh, we have comedian uh, Lunell, who's going to be here. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah uh, we're going to have her back in. Where's oh. she playing? Uh, she is helium. Okay, cool. So Very nice. We'll end the weekend with her and see what else we can get into as we head into No Sad Bro Friday. Excellent. That is it. We are done. Rage on and have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow, friend. Bye-bye. Preston and Steve. On E33 WMMR. Bing there. Do do be do. Do da da do. Dip a do do ba.